Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get to drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey! Hey! Hello. Yeah. We are here on this Wednesday. You know, it's amazing how around the office here, around the building, on this floor. So I guess they're slowly dismantling this place as we prepare to move to our new studios. And now the artwork's off the wall. Yeah, today is the the, the biggest physical change yeah. day. I mean, even when the cubicles were taken out over there and all that, I mean, we still had the guitars and the posters and the Point Fest stuff and all that. Oh, yeah. Wow, this morning, different game. Yeah, when you walk around the building here, when there were all four stations still here, I mean, it was a, a like a museum, almost, mm-hmm. with some, I mean, guitars on the walls and these gold records and platinum records, like famous photographs. Now, not so much. No, the Point Fest posters all over the place. And now, I mean, it's a. I, you know, it's one of those things I'm looking around and I'm seeing like nail holes. And I'm going, man, they're not getting their deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to need to steam clean, that's for sure. <laughs> they're not getting their deposit back. <laughs> yeah, it's odd. It's very strange. Yeah. It's odd as we, we prepare to make our move, which will be in a couple months for us. But I guess Casey. Our sister station, who also was sold to Hubbard, Hale Hubbard. Hale Hubbard. Hale Hubbard. Uh, I guess they're moving, when, in two weeks? Yeah, yeah they, they said, said middle of April. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then it's just going to be us here. Holy cow. What are we going to do? Everything nude. What are we going to do? <laughs> We're going to do exactly the same that we've done for yeah, four years. That's a great so point. go up to our office and then shut the door still? Yes. And then yes. just leave when we're done? I guarantee you we're going to do exactly the same thing that we've done for four years. Yeah, uh, there's going to be four or five people in this building. It'll be us and the door will still be closed. You don't think it's going to be any different? 
Mm-hmm. Why, it's going to be a little more different. Why would it be different? What I don't what, know. what what would be different about? It? We literally walk in the door before anybody gets here. Uh-huh. We go into our office. We do our work. We yeah. come down here. We do the show. Uh-huh. Go on. We go upstairs uh-huh. and shut and the then? door and then leave in an hour and a half, two uh-huh. hours. I've kicked a soccer ball around this building since 2012, and I will not change that. I'm just going to break less things. <laughs> yeah, that's the only yeah. thing that's going to change. You're not less things to bank the ball off of. Yeah, yeah. you're not going to be in the way. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be odd. Yeah, we went. It, it, this place used to look like a Hard Rock Cafe, and now yes, I feel like we're in the middle of a. Of, uh, we're inside of a food truck. We went. Yeah, we went from a Hard Rock Cafe to a Planet Hollywood. Damn it! Anyway, I was going to say the same thing. Damn. You're too late, Jeff. And I think I'm going to save well done, rent. Tones. One nothing, Tony. I'm going to save rent and sleep here for a few <laughs> sure months. Thing. Yeah. One of the empty you rooms. Can squat. Wow, that's a great idea. I should have yeah. thought about that. <laughs> Instead of moving in with my parents, we could, I could have just yeah, moved the crew down here. It's a huge 18,000 square foot <laughs> yeah, place. Check out this building. Hey, babe, there's your new room. <laughs> Blanket for so you, Hey, the kids can have any room they want. I don't think we really great. discussed this. When you, So you're selling your house and you're, you're building another house. Correct. Um, and you're going to move in with your folks. Correct. And it's going to be for how long? Uh, Probably three or four months. Wow. We'll be living in the basement. You and your dad together under one roof. It's going to be terrific. <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to be something. I'm sure your I'm sure your mother's looking forward to it. My mom actually is really looking That's what forward I'm to it. Yeah, the yeah. kids are going to be there all the time. So yeah, my my dad's a joy though. I mean, he he really really is. You know, on Easter we were talking about it, and I'm you know this is going to be relatively soon. Like the dogs are probably shipping out this weekend. Because, you know, we're going to get the house together, and instead of having to, like, clean up all the dog yes. air and, and letting them in and out and dragging mud and stuff in, like, they'll probably go to my parents this weekend and be there. Right. We'll follow shortly after. My dad goes, there's one. And I'm like, Dad, you know, probably within a couple <laughs> weeks, we'll probably be moving in. And, Here we go. You know, we'll do that. a lot of this. And this, is exa- and this is exactly what he said. He goes, there's one thing for sure. This ain't a babysitter service. And I'm like... <laughs> I never said it was. He's already laying down the ground rules. I'm First like, of all, your s- grandparents. Yeah, it is. I'm like, I never said it was. And he's like, don't you think that you guys can go down to that basement, leave them kids up here, and we just sit there and we watch them? I'm like, okay. All right, man. Like, I didn't think that's what mm-hmm. was going to happen. I think, I think my dad. No, I think there needs to be boundaries set. Of course, of course, and like, and and I think the number one thing my dad is talking about is like when my when my kids stay the night over at their house. My daughter's in her room. She's old enough. She doesn't bother anybody. But my son's in the pack and play there, and he's in a spare bedroom. So when he cries, my mom wakes up and go gives him mm-hmm. a bottle or whatever. They're going to move that downstairs with us. So now when the kid cries... and It'll be us, which I that. fully expected that. But uh-huh. my dad's like, this ain't a babysitting service. I'm like, all right, man. Okay, I got that. <laughs> Listen, in your dad's defense, you know, he's got to lay down the rules. That your Your parents have a life. Of course they do. You know, they go out, they do their thing. Of course. And that's another thing. I think my dad still thinks that I act like 23-year-old Tony Patrick. Well, and it's going to be that way, I think, at first when you move in. I don't think it is at all. You don't think so? No. Back to, it's just my roof, my rules. Oh, 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 you're talking about that. I thought you meant like me acting like 23-year-old Tony Patrick, where he thinks I go out five nights a week. Like, he really, truly does. And like he doesn't realize like like I'm at work, I do the blues You're game stuff, I do everything, and I'm like running around like crazy. Uh, and and he calls me, and I don't answer right away, and then I call him back in two hours later, and he goes, "Why you even got a phone?" I'm like, "Dad, I was yeah, at this work." Is, this <laughs> is a different, a different scenario of moving back in with your parents because you have a kind of an end date. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we are d- depending on how quickly we sell our home, because uh, so we sell our home, and then they break ground like within yeah, the same contingent week. Contingent on yeah on selling your house. So once once that happens, I mean, we're looking at three four months, and we'll the new house will be. How built. are the household chores going to be split up? Who's going to cook dinner? Oh, it's well, going to be do- it's going to be domain women in the house, isn't there? There's, oh, there'll boy. be a couple of women there, right? Uh huh. Okay. No, it's going to next, next question. It's going to be one of these things. It's going to be. It's, <laughs> this is what it's going to be. It's because I I don't know if you remember when I first moved back in with my parents. They my dad in their new house built downstairs a bathroom, a bedroom, and a living room. So it is an apartment. There's a fridge down there. Like it is an apartment. Oh, so you guys are going to separate? We're going downstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So pretty much what it's going to be is bring your crap up from downstairs. Like, don't trash the basement. But as far as, like, my sister just went through this two years ago. When they sold their house, they moved in with my parents for a couple months. And it was, you know, they every once in a while made dinner. My sister would make dinner. But my mom is the type of of mom and the type of woman where she, every day, even now, every single day, starting at 4 o'clock, she makes dinner. Like that just she always has I always for will. Everybody, why don't you guys come upstairs hmm. to the basement? We'll all eat together. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, you guys could ride together on uh, on Thursdays. Yeah, he's not gonna want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can come in together. We will ride together for softball, though. That'll be nice. That's that'll nice. that'll That's be real nice. nice. And and then when we move, it's literally right across the street. So. Oh, and you're moving right across the street, right on Patrico Lane. <laughs> They're naming it Patrico Lane. It's it's a little bit further than that, but <laughs> it is funny. I I mean, with a good toss, I think I could probably get a baseball from my front yard to their backyard, legit. Like, wow, ain't nothing better than a or, good toss, or at least or at least close to it. You know, I could picture, and I saw this video kind of going viral, and it's and it's a funny video going around where grandma yells at her granddaughter for not knowing how to use a rotary phone, <laughs> and I don't know why I thought of your dad when I. When I saw this. Uh, because this is exactly what would happen with my dad. <laughs> you should have heard the conversation uh, like a, a Christmas or two ago, us trying to explain what dabbing was to him. Like how to do the dab, what the kids Yeah, but do. this is kind of the roles reverse. This is... Right. This is the grandmother yelling at the granddaughter for not knowing how to use a rotary phone. Yeah, I'm just talking about the passion and the energy that this woman puts behind That's what her. it is. Yeah. The passion and the energy. And the, the genuine... Kind of anger here. I don't know, listen to it. What's this? What you mean? What is it? That's a d- phone. What you mean? What is it? How you use it? What do you mean? How do you use it, Aaron? It got letters on it, like you can text once you can't touch it. You can't text on. D- you ain't never seen a phone before. That's all that d- technology. How? You dial the numbers, Aaron. What do you mean? <laughs> you you got a- it's got the num. It's got the letters on it, but you can't text. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing in. You see here, Grandma. It's got the letters, but you can't text. You dial the numbers, Aerie. What do you mean? <laughs> you got to dial the number. It's a phone. See, you all don't know technology. It's a phone, Aerie. Y'all don't know technology. <laughs> you know you're going to get your ass handed to you when it starts with y'all. Well, y'all don't know technology. It's kind of a weird statement trying to explain to a kid what a rotary phone is. <laughs> I mean, technically, that it's a correct statement, though, because sure. that is technology. It's technology sure. of the past, but we could not have gotten to where we are today without that. Sure. Sure. It's a phone, Aerie. 
That's how you do it. No, you don't. What are you doing? Pushing your finger in the hole, trying to dial. You got to spin. <laughs> Pushing dial. your finger in the hole. Trying to dial. Dial. My parents still have those on the wall. The rotary phones. That's Someone it. in the chat room says that you can't dial out on a rotary phone anymore. What? That's what they said. I don't think that's true. I think you still can. Right? Well, I don't know because... Oh, it's been a while since I tried. Because think about when you when you go around the horn on the... Yeah. That's the term? Go around the horn on mm -hmm. the... Uh, yeah. On the phone? It kind of makes those clicking sounds. Yeah. And the clicking sound is what... I guess what triggers the phone call to be made. I don't know. All, I, I don't know about how this works. Oh, because you don't know technology, don't know technology. All I know is that my parents used to have one in their room, and there were times where I would be up there and I'd want to make a phone call to my buddy Joe, and his number was nine two one blah 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 blah, and you'd go nine one one. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> see, look up to see if rotary phones still work. I'm not sure. It's a good question. Pushing your finger in the hole, trying to dial. You got to spin the dial. wheel like Wheel of Fortune, girl. You put your finger in whatever number, and then what? you dial, Airy. So <laughs> no, you have to take it all the way around. What's wrong with y'all kids? That's the phone. Uh, it depends on what service you have, because most, most all landlines now are digital. And this yes. uses analog. Yes. So it depends. Like, if you still have, like, the world's first ever, if for some reason you're still using Southwestern Bell, I don't know mm -hmm. how, <laughs> uh, you probably are good to go. But if it's digital? But, but if it's, like, U-verse and it's, and it's digital, <laughs> then you got to buy a converter. That's my favorite. <laughs> digital. <laughs> yeah, that digital cable's confusing. <laughs> you don't stick your finger in the hole, Aaron. You got to dial. <laughs> dial. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had this moment with my son yesterday. We were playing Fortnite. And uh, I was in second place. So I'm playing. Nice. And my son Sam is watching me. And you start off with 100 players. And it was down to me and somebody else. And I'm not that good. And he's yelling at me to build, build, build. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and he's screaming at me, build. And I got sniped. And he doesn't told you to build, Dad. <laughs> and what I tried to build, and I, and I realized, like I'm being, I'm being dressed down by my eight-year-old son. <laughs> he told you to build. Do we I don't know how to, to do that. You've always wanted him to listen to you. You gotta hit B. Nah, we got, we got PlayStation. The, it's a circle on the PS. Yeah, you gotta hit oh, circle. What a bummer. I couldn't build fast enough. It's not like a bummer. Me. We like other things. <laughs> It's my eight-year-old dressing me down, and I'm, I'm like, oh, but I tried to build. And I'm like, wait, I'm the adult here. I tried my best, son. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm playing with you anymore. I'm just trying to make, I'm just I'm trying to make you proud. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a rotary phone see how you do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't put your finger in the hole, Sam. You got a doll. He you goes, doll. build, Dad, build, build. I told you to build. You go, yeah, you're grounded. But now what? Yeah. Go build, go build in your room. You're grounded. You know, remember back when you just uh, make somebody a mixtape. My son's not going to know what a mixtape is or uh -uh. a photo collage. You think his girlfriend's going to give him a photo collage one day? <laughs> That's not going to happen. Do my burnt CD mixtapes were phenomenal, by the way. So were mine. 
phenomenal. People people would go, "Hey man, tape I'm or CD?" The, the, I, I was CD. I, I mean, I did. I I was at the trail, like the tail end of uh, of tapes. But my CD mixes, man, they would go, "Hey man, I'm feeling a little country, a little rock, maybe a few hip hop songs." I'd go, "I got your back." I'd make it, and they'd go, "This is exactly what I was my, looking for." I so I had a dual cassette player. Okay, and my mixtapes, I would do proper spacing between songs. Tempo, <laughs> one song right into the other. I mean, I was. Sounds like to me, you cared. I was surgical with it. I made myself mixtapes off of the radio. I did too. Yeah, me too. And I, and I would have two. I had the two tape deck single boombox that you could also. It also had a mic. Oh yeah. So I would record myself DJing in between. I had that too. Yeah, me and too. And then I'd so scream funny. when the actual DJ on the radio. When the so actual talking. DJ on the radio would talk up songs, and now I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny to think about. I decided it. to infiltrate the infra- the industry and yeah, change from the inside. My, my greatest mixtape of all time was half my favorite half of the Top Gun soundtrack, and then I added Huey Lewis and the News songs where I thought that they mm. would belong. That's a great soundtrack. That's great. Really it, it was it was the greatest that. tape ever made. Our kids will never know that joy. <laughs> never. Never. And it also had Manic Monday on it. I'm not sure where that came into play. But in your head, that, that fit there. <laughs> or even when you burn CDs. Yeah. You make a CD a CD mix. I, I remember, like, it's so funny how technology kind of comes full circle because <clears throat> before we were burning CDs, I remember I had a boombox where you could play a CD and then record it to the tape. So I was taking the CDs that I had and recording them in real time to a tape so then I could listen to the tape, and that would be my my quote-unquote burnt CD, mm-hmm. you know? So it's ridiculous. And now it's just like, boop. Okay, cool. Here's a playlist. Well, now, I mean, now the equivalent is a, a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Yep. I guess that'd be the equivalent. A Spotify. Yeah. You make you a Spotify playlist, I'll send you one. I guess that's the, the equivalent. But that's not. there's no artistry there. No, but at least the artist is getting his due. Sure. Yeah. I guess they get okay. paid now. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny little bits, but the kids will never know what the joy of uh, of having your cassette player eat your tape. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, especially never when know a, what that is. Especially when the car one would do yeah. it. Oh, what a mess! When it's all inside and you go, ah, God, you got a pencil so I could wind this, so I could wind this thing back up. And then the one time you take it out and it looks like an accordion, and you know it's over. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. It's over. <laughs> right, great, good. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you, CD or tape deck. Thank you. Yeah, when you do get the accordion on your cassette tape, okay, and you do wind it up and you try to tighten it up in yeah. there, try to tighten it yeah. up in there, but then always at a certain part of the song, you know that part's going to come up yeah. where it's accordioned out. <laughs> and man, you are crossing your fingers. You're like, yeah. just play through, just play through. Even if it sounds like crap, just play through, play through, and then it just stops and you go, I officially can no longer listen to this tape past this point. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Street Side Records in Crestwood knew when I got a car. Because I had gone from buying CDs to buying tapes again, and, the, <laughs> and it's because I only well, had a tape deck. One part, that one part of the tape, where it was iffy. If we got past it, it's good. It's going to yeah. be a good day. If not, it was full in the rain from Led Zeppelin. There was all part in the song, <laughs> and I had a mixtape that was awesome. Had everything. Full in the rain from Motley <laughs> Crue. At a certain point, it would either skip. 
and and the tape would get eaten or we'd roll through. It's going to be a good day. That's funny. Never forget it. But a survey asked people to name things that have been replaced by technology that they would miss the most. And the and the, the mixtape is, is number one. Hmm. Making wow. a mixtape is number one for people. And again, that's been replaced by Spotify. And, and putting photos in albums, that's number two. Which I guess has been replaced by like the Facebook photo memories video. Yeah. People miss recording TV shows on your VCR. I don't miss that. Yeah, that was always kind of a pain. I don't miss that. Having printed photos around the house. People miss that. That's still sort of a thing. Yeah, that is. That's not completely out yet. This is out, though. The excitement of seeing how photos from a roll of film turned out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's out. You guys ever do slides? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have boxes of slides at home. Um, my what do you dad slides. Boxes. Like we mean? used to do a, like a monthly like family slideshow. Oh no. And we had the, the the projector. Oh, well, I've and you cr- put the I've crates of them. Yeah, you put the wheel in. Oh, I mean, my dad had a proje- like a, a I don't even know if it's called a camera, but it was a on like those types of things, but it was like video where he had to put up the projector to play the video. There was no sound. Oh, like to a it. reel-to-reel? Sort of, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah we uh, even on our family vacations, my dad always brought two cameras, and I was in charge of the slides, the, like the slide camera. And people all also, of our vacations are on slides. People also miss uh, handwritten letters and sending love letters and sending postcards. Having a pen pal. Buying CDs and having a CD collection. <laughs> Six through nine has a, a postal worker going, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. A few things that miss the top ten. Phone books, playing board games, disposable cameras, and remembering phone numbers by heart. Which Yeah. I remember a, I remember a few people like I mean, my closest friends, like that I've been friends with for 10, 15 years, twenty years. I know their phone numbers by heart. But people that I met like your I don't know your number by heart. I know Moons is five seven three four. I hate no, I don't know. I'm saying I don't yeah, know I your number. I, I couldn't tell you your phone number. Yeah. I think if you put your You're if, just Patrico on my phone. If you it. put somebody's number in your phone, like if I, hey, what's your number? And you put it in your phone, you never you will never know their number. Yeah, never see it again. Or is it disposable cameras or is that still a thing at wedding receptions or no? Very rarely. Very rarely. Rare, huh? Yeah. And usually what they are, and which is crazy because I sit there and I think, who is going to go and actually develop these? Is like when you leave, you know, now the new thing is, or not the new thing, but things I've seen is you drop the camera off in a bin. Mm. And that's like the photos for the bride and the groom. And then they go and get them developed and go, oh, this is the camera that Timmy had. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> all right, cool. Man. Like <laughs> Timmy took 17 pictures of his penis. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's, I mean, honestly, I can't tell you how many times somebody that's come up to me and they've gone, hey, man, do you see they have cameras on the table? I'm like, yeah, they're like, Duke went in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, man, cool. Of course. Great. How many duty and dong shots are going to wind up with the photo <laughs> yeah, album? Good stuff, man. <laughs> Thanks, Walgreens. Uh, we made our wedding album into a coffee table book, and that's all. That's uh, Cousin Sal's. We, ha- we have again. that. <laughs> we have that, and there's, and there's, and there's tushy on ours. In your photo album? Yeah. Because remember we did that fisheye fun thing? 
And then they take all the photos and they put it in a coffee table book. Mm. And we're flipping through and I'm like, oh man. And you can progressively see, you know, it starts <laughs> off with like all the little kids like with the glasses yes, on and fun. then it's got, you know, oh, there's my mom and my dad and they're smooching. And then, and as it goes on, it's like, uh, Jeff's got his tie around his head. And like the very last page, it's like, oh, there's PJ's ass. Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Etched in this book forever. Great. Thanks, man. Uh, you see the bar opened up. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. And your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Jeff, some emails. Yeah, first uh, a follow-up. Remember the 18-year-old yesterday who had the problem with he had this super long relationship three weeks with a girl. Uh-huh, yes. And then they broke up after an argument oh, because devastated. Yeah, at a party because she was drinking and, and smoking pot. They got into an argument. They broke up. All right, so he's, he's super devastated. He's anti-smoking pot, anti-drinking. They went to a party. She was doing that. She said, I don't care. Right. I guess he had pursued her for a while, and finally they got together. And dating three weeks, he said he cries himself to sleep. He said he cries every day. He said he cries every day over this. And he just wants somebody to bring to family get-togethers because everybody else brings their significant other. He doesn't have you're that. Eight, and, Again, and our thing was, 18. you're 18, bro. Yeah, 18 years old. You're so 18. you, there are, there, are, there are other women out there. So you told me to follow up with him and say, hey, I wonder, if, did they have the intercourse? Yeah, I, that's why I wonder why he's so devastated. Like, so, was it his first? So yes or no, what do you guys think? I have the answer. I think it probably, no. I think it probably was. There was no intercourse. No, none, huh? No. Hmm. And his, and his. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but basically he said, I wouldn't want to put that on her. Which, what? first of all, you're doing it wrong. Is it gross? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you don't want to put that on her? I think it was one of those things where he didn't want the weight of, hey, we're doing this. I'm not going to get over that joke for a few minutes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Just leave it there, Moon. Don't say anything else. That's so good. Don't say anything else. Let that marinate. Wait a minute. I, I still don't get what he means. I'm not, I wouldn't I, put that on her. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm what thinking. What did his email say? I think he might be thinking he about did, all this. He didn't want to put that on her. He, he didn't want to be the one to put that on her. He might be thinking about all this wrong. This kid? Yeah. I, th- I think this. I think I think, this... I think his approach to this all is is mm. not serving him very well. I'm sorry if I offend this fellow, but I think this guy needs a a a, a good a, talking to a sit down and a chat with somebody. I agree. Like I wonder. I wonder where the parents are on this. Maybe because he's 18, he can't talk to a parent about this. Maybe he doesn't have the parents there that he needs can a, any, talk to. I think to. he needs a sit down with a. With a guy just to kind of lay things out. Like, like just to sit man. down and someone be like, hey, Ralph, listen, man, like, things are going to be okay. Or, dude, You're you got to chill out. Yeah. Just you, chill out. Yeah. Just just pump the brakes just for a second. Yeah. All right. And that's really weird. It's weird that they that they haven't had it because my first thought was he fell in love because they did. And it was, you know. That's what I thought. First... That's, that was that was why I asked that question. Yeah, because the first—I mean, the first girl is the one that you fall in love with. That's the one you go, "Wow, you're gonna let me do this? I love you." Uh huh. Can we do it again? Yeah. You hear that, Scott? Yes. All right. <laughs> so, sorry. Spoiler alert. It's pretty awesome. So you put it on her. Nope. Oh. No. <laughs> we'll revisit that when you're ready. <laughs> Next. 
Uh, hey guys, I was listening. Uh, I listen every day on the way to work. Heard Patrico is moving, and congratulations to Tones over Thanks. there. Thanks, appreciate that. Uh, the wife and I are going through the same thing. Super exciting, crazy pain in the ass, getting everything ready. Started showing the house about three weeks ago. Uh, no bites yet, unfortunately. Oh God, that, that's my worst nightmare. That, the, I want to throw up right now. It started showing the house and having no. Well, bites I think at things all. are going to start heating up now. It's it's spring. Yeah, spring, summer, weather's going to get warm. You see the for sale signs. It's tough. It's tough in the winter. Out. It really is because you can't really spruce out the outside of your or spruce up the outside of your house. You yeah. know because it's raining and snowing. So yeah, people people got to move. And here's the, but yeah, here's the thing though the curb appeal. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, for sure. But I mean, everybody I know that's that's going through this right now or that has gone through it in the last month has all been stressed and all gotten offers within two days. Like bam. Well, and you say Riz, hey, there's that. There's that curb appeal, and it could be your fault or it could be the neighbor's fault because that's what this dude's problem is. Oh, for sure. Uh, says the he knows the reason, and it's the neighbor. Their yard is deplorable. <laughs> mm. uh, there are uh, broken and rusted tools, old toys, and a broken trampoline, and even yeah. yard waste piling up on the side of their yard. When wow. we moved last year, damn right I looked at the neighbors. Yeah, and it says here it's in clear view. Of the street. So, in other words, this stuff isn't just like tucked away in the backyard. We walked in the house, loved the house. All right, let me check to the right and to the left. Yeah. What are the conditions of their properties? Yeah. Because right. this is who I'm going to be living next to. Yeah. We when we when we bought the uh, the the plot when we bought our our lot, you know, I sat there and I said, "Oh, awesome! There's a swing set in the backyard of the house next door. That means they've at least got somewhat little kids." You know, so that was like not that wasn't like the end. I'll be like, well, they don't have. But it's a plus. It's a plus, right? Exactly. If the outside of the house is good looking, and you can see it's taken care of, chances are the inside's pretty good too. Uh, he goes and on it to shows say, they care. <clears throat> he goes on to say his father in law has actually gotten them a dumpster to put in their driveway, and our emailer is thinking about actually going to the neighbor and saying, "Hey, you want to throw some of that crap in our dumpster over there?" And the uh, the wife is not down with that, saying that it'd be incredibly rude to ask or suggest that to them. I say he says it's it's not, and even if it is, who cares? They're moving. Love your thoughts yeah, on this. Exactly. What's get, it going to hurt to ask? I get what they're saying, though. I mean, I get what they're saying as far or what he's saying as far as, or I guess what the wife what is the saying. Wife is saying, yeah. Because I mean, let's say for some reason you don't sell the house in three days. Now you're living next door to these. It, it, it really depends on how close they are with their neighbors. Yeah. Like, if you're close with your neighbors, then there's two things here. Number one is you don't want to embarrass them. But if you're close with your neighbors, you should be able to go over there and go, hey, um, you've had this here for a while. I don't know if you're keeping it for anything, but I got this dumpster over here. If you want my help, I'll even help you toss it in there because it helps you. It helps them. Maybe they're just lazy. Maybe they just don't have yeah. the ability to throw it away hey we're putting the house up for sale we're cleaning it up you want to throw some of your stuff in here go ahead i don't see i wouldn't see yeah. it. And, and if i was the person with the junkie yard i would a not take offense to that and two you'd kind of probably take the hint and go oh man i am some people are uh, dumb yeah. some people are dumb and don't take hints yeah that's true but some people are and i think that's the best way to handle it hey look we got us a dumpster over here if you want to throw some stuff in here go and ahead you know Man, and you know, I mean, this is a big sale. Your house selling your house. You know, potential home buyers are looking in the yard. For oh, sure. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. And they're For going, sure. Mm, I mean, that's that's what, like, tra- our, uh, rusty trampoline on the side of the house. Cool. Like in, our, like in our house, even, like in our backyard, we had like a couple, like uh, those white plastic 
backyard lawn chair type things. You know, not mm-hmm. the ones that fold, but like just the plastic the ones. The ones that always break eventually. Right. Yeah. And and some of them had like, you know, not not mold on them, but dirt from being outside. They're dirty. I told the wife, I'm like, we got to toss those. Let's get rid of them. Yeah. Because if somebody just looks and they go, hmm, that's the chair. Any like, little anything, thing. Just any get chance out. of somebody going, hmm, ah, nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I think maybe this whole hen, hey, got this dumpster here if you want to get rid of any of this stuff. <clears throat> let, me, let me help you with trampoline. that, rusty trampoline. Hey, hey, that's, all, that's all good stuff. I'm not getting rid of that. I have uh, listen. I have uh, on, I, I have neighbors. I have neighbors around me that if they would like to use a dumpster that is in my driveway, go for it. I, I listen. I it's there. It's not like I'm going to fill it up with the stuff in my house. Like it's there. If you want to use it, use it. Oh, we had a dumpster when we moved, and we filled it. I already filled one. <laughs> I'm saying with the remaining it's stuff that I have in the new one. It's pretty satisfying, isn't it? It's oh, amazing. And, and I think we're really doing it right because uh, I talked to one of my buddies' dads who's, who moved a while ago, and he said what they did was they took all their crap from their house, put it in a pod, sent it to the new house, put it in the garage, then it ended up in the basement, and then eight years later they went through everything and tossed stuff. Oh, we literally are going, hey, uh, what's this right here? My wife goes, um, that's garbage. See ya. You know, garbage. like in Unless you go, that's what I want for sure. Everything's being thrown away. Next. Uh, This one is from Dave. Dave works in an office setting. Dave says that a lot of people there are listening to the program. Oh, hey, guys. Which is really cool. Here is a copy of an inner office email that went out. And I read, all, it has come to my attention that a good number of you have been listening to various forms of media while working. You know, we often get people say they go to work and they put in earbuds and and whatever. As long as this is done at a reasonable level and does not impact performance results, it's not an issue. I do, however, want to address those that are listening to the Rizzuto show on 1057 The Point. That's us. Yeah. Again, Again, the show itself and its content are not the issue. As I myself am a listener. This is the boss sending out an email to everybody. Thanks, boss. I am requesting, though, that you refrain from yelling, damn it, Carl, whenever (laughs) something does not necessarily go as planned with your work day. (laughs) Apparently, people in this office have taken to start yelling, damn it, Carl. (laughs) And why would the boss not want people to yell, damn it, Carl? And I get back to the memo. As you may or may not be aware, we do have two current employees named Carl. (laughs) This is great. One's with a C, one's with a K, by the way. I fear that the constant yelling of, damn it, Carl, while humorous to some, may be distracting to them and other employees. I appreciate your cooperation in this manner. As usual, please please feel free to send me any questions you may have. And they end it with uh, teamwork makes the dream work, which we all know is true. You know, you know who probably got him in trouble? Carl. Carl. Damn Carl it. With well, Carl. No, it was Carl with the K. It's Carl with the K. It's funny you say that because Carl with a K, our emailer says, sits right next to him, and Carl with a K loves it. Oh, dude, if oh. I was named Carl, I would love this. I was to say, just yell Carl with a Q. You know, that and way. I, and, and I, <laughs> Carl. Carl. And I would literally, if I was Carl if the, and, and something screwed up, I'd go, ah, damn it, me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah! That's pretty funny. Damn it, Carl! Now we're in memo form, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now we're causing... Me- Not you, Carl. There, we have a call that works that I actually walk by. <laughs> Damn it, Carl. And, <laughs> and he hurt you. And he hurt me. And he looked out the window and looked at me. <laughs> Not now you, we can, Carl. 
Now we can back Carl. away the joke. Not not we were waiting for that the whole time. <laughs> 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 it was perfect timing. Yeah, all right, guys. Full disclosure. Now it's all over. The real Carl heard us. What a perfect email. And perfect timing for me to yell out, damn it, Carl, as wow. Carl was walking by the window. Test one, two, one, two, test me, you test all one, <laughs> two, you, one, two, here I go, here I go. It works. <laughs> this old John Patrico sound check. Sure. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Rose member of the day. Here I go, here we go, here I go, go. Damn it, Carl. Test you, me. Uh, today's uh, Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Paul Maloney. For Way to go, Paul. Paul has been a listener of the Riz Show since it began four years ago and says, hope the show will never end. Me too. I don't know what I'd do without it. Me too. Yeah. Same oh, here. Hello. I got, no, I got nowhere else to go. Paul tries his best. To spread the word of the show to family members, friends, or complete strangers. Well, thank you, uh, Paul, an evangelist. And he says, if I was picked to be a Team Riz member of the day, I would assure you I would represent the show as a member with pride. Well, let's see what happens. We're going to give you the jersey. The super sweet Team Riz member of the day jersey, but we have the right to revoke it at any time, Paul. Oh, yeah. We'll send Scott to your house. <laughs> I got my scissors ready. Don't right, so Paul gets the super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Proval cheese. Uh, this guy is uh, very much the, the butt of many jokes around the, the entire world, especially here. No, I shouldn't say especially here. We have made fun of Vern Troyer a lot. Uh, he was hospitalized on Monday evening after a friend called the cops uh, to say he was drunk. Extremely upset and suicidal. Vern Troyer. Yep. Mini me, huh? Not so good. Yeah, he's been held on 72 hours uh, for evaluation. His people put out a message saying, and I quote, asking you to keep Vern in your thoughts and prayers. He's getting the best care possible, resting comfortably. Appreciate the support from family, friends, fans around the world. And as we know, he has struggled with alcoholism. Uh, for years. Boy, I wonder how much it takes for him to get drunk. It can't take a lot. I think they addressed that on The Surreal Life, and I think it's... Isn't that what it was called, The Surreal Life? Got me, man. Yes. I think so. I think. Whatever that reality show was show. on VH1. Um, and I think they said, like, it's it's a shocking amount, like, a lot. Oh, because maybe he's got tolerance. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Like he drinks so much that, you know, he's, he's built up a tolerance for it. Anybody in here, if you already know this, uh, but do you, you take a guess on his age? He's early 40s, I thought, right? Uh, I think he's older than that. I think he's, I think he's late probably, 50s. I'm going to say 45. I'm going to say 56. Okay, I'm going to say 51 now. 49. Oh. I would have thought like mid-40s for whatever reason. I don't know if it's just because he's been around forever. I mean, um, what is Vern short for? Vernon. It just oh, says Vernon. Is it Vernon? It just I, says on I his Wikipedia, know. it just says Vern Troyer. Vernal? I don't know. Maybe he's Lover. Jules Vern. Maybe he's named after that. Love Vern. Yeah, as far as his Wikipedia, I'm Vernon. sure it's out there that somewhere. But, right. All right, so you know his age. What's his height? Three I, foot two. I know this. I know this answer, which is ridiculous, and I don't know why I know this. Three foot two. Nope. 
Guess. Shorter? Shorter. Guess, man. Whoa. I'll just say three foot even. He's two foot eight. Two foot eight. Wow. I don't know why I know that, by the way. I have no idea. Well, he is a Vern Troyer enthusiast. Have, That's true. I've got a, I've got a, a life size replica Vern tattoo on my back. So you're a uh, Vern Troyer. Are you a Vern Troyer reenactor too? <laughs> I'm a Troyerist. Speaking of rehab, Colin Farrell has checked himself back into rehab. Uh, not a preventative measure, according to him and his peoples. He's been sober for 12 years. His people are insisting he is not drinking again. He's just worked really, really hard back-to-back projects, needed a break. Again, he's been sober for 12 years. Wanted to do this just to make sure he stays that way. Just a little tune-up? Taking a little me time and a little tune-up, oh, yeah. Uh, this, according to him, this is, or according to his people, this was all his idea. He recently finished production on two new movies: Disney uh, live-action remake of Dumbo and Windows with Liam Neeson. According to reports, he's at the Meadows Clinic there in uh, Wickenburg, Arizona. But it's just kind of like you said, a tuna. Uh, before you go on, I found what Vern Troyer's real name is. Hmm. Is it Vern Troyer? It's Vern. That's it. <laughs> Vern J. Troyer. So that's it. Is that, what is a J for? Jules. Why, 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 now I got to look that Jules up? Jules. I bet you. Uh, Citric and Company have announced uh, as of yesterday they are resigning from representing one Harvey Weinstein. And it's not because of the. Well, it'd be pretty tough to represent the guy right now. It's kind of a PR firm to help him with the damage control. Uh, he's not paying his bill. Okay, that usually. Usually it'll happen when you don't pay your bills. They yes. So he hired them after the, I think it was the seven millionth sexual abuse allegation you know, came around. You the electric company if you don't pay that. That's true. Well, we're dropping you. <laughs> Harvey's just late on the rent is what they're saying. He's not paying them. Uh, they have represented some of the bigger names in Hollywood when they have needed help as well, like uh, Paris Hilton, David Duchovny, the guy from Papa John's as well. He never questioned any specifics about the bill, according to them. He just doesn't pay the whole thing. So I don't know if it's uh, if he thinks the bill is too high and he's only paying part of it or uh, or what. But he's uh, he's worth a lot of is money. He out of and, cash? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. For somebody who's been so powerful in Hollywood for so long, the star maker mm-hmm. to not have any money. Yeah, you would think you would have put something somewhere that you get to. So yeah. whoever whoever's next as far as representing him, good luck with that. Uh, the man suing. That Jamie Lunar, member uh, from Melrose Place, we've been talking about this a bit. He is claiming that she sexually assaulted him back when he was 16. His name's Anthony Oliver, and now it was like a threesome with another dude, and now he's not sure if he likes women, if he likes men, if he likes both, all that kind of stuff. A little more has come out about the guy, Anthony Oliver. If you remember last time we talked about this, he's very litigious. Yes. And he's actually uh, gotten the notice of the courts because he's done he's done this so much. So in this particular case, they have to wait for a judge to accept the case because of his past. So here's some of his past in uh, Georgia, the county of Chatham. He claims he was beaten by a sheriff's deputy who used excessive force. He's also sued Target, Cox Communications, and Premier Bankard, claiming the for- a former roommate stole his identity and racked up a whole bunch of debt with these companies. City of Oceanside. He claims he was unlawfully arrested by cops who were harassing patrons there, and they deleted his video footage of the incident and then used excessive force. Well, I mean, so, this, 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 it's just wackiness all around mm-hmm. on the story. Yeah. 
Uh, and my my favorite one is in L.A. County, the the, the California Highway Patrol, T-Mobile, South Coast Medical Group, just various allegations all over the place. He just kind of throws everything out there just to see what would stick. Also, Men's Warehouse, he says that they're not as good as they say, so he sued them for unlawful marketing. It's because he doesn't love the way that he looks. <laughs> ah, you know what? I don't love the way that I look. I mean, I, mean, he, I like he it. guaranteed it. I mean, I like it. I just don't I, love it. I guess your guarantee is not really worth anything. Uh-huh. Uh, Chrissy Teigen, uh, So Brave update. She was live tweeting when her husband, John Legend, was starring as Jesus Christ, or starring in Jesus Christ Superstar. He Ra- played Jesus, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I'm going to go with, yeah. The ratings were through the roof. 9.4 million viewers putting it ahead of all, everything else that was going on, including 60 Minutes, including American Idol. Not everyone loved it. Former Fox News host Bill O'Reilly was also watching, and he tweeted, watching J.C. Superstar on NBC. Who knew Jesus of Nazareth ran a tattoo parlor? Jeez. So Chrissy Teigen came back saying, yes, the shop specializes in cover-ups that aren't $32 million. Yeah. Wow. You got that. In just over 12 hours, the tweet got 135 Thousand nine hundred likes, seventeen five on the retweets I'm as well. I'm telling you, man, Chrissy Teigen, so brave. No reply from uh, from Bill O'Reilly. No, no. <laughs> Legendary porn star Ron Jeremy Has was two first names. He does yep. was involved in a car accident Monday night. Both he and his penis are fine. Uh-huh. The penis was actually driving. Uh, so two questions. Yeah, Ron was in the passenger seat. His penis. Was <laughs> he was the, he was leaning back taking a nap. They exchanged insurance. Penis had his own insurance card. Everything. So, a <laughs> couple of questions. Where did he hit the car? Was it in the front or did he hit it from behind? <laughs> it was from behind. It was from behind. Yes. Jeremy. Okay. And the other question is. Keep- <laughs> Keeping in mind that he has performed in over 2,200 adult films and a bunch of legit films as well, uh, he has a net worth of, depending on where you look, five to six million dollars. What kind of car does he drive? A Geo Metro. Really damn close. I bet you it's an Oldsmobile. And Oldsmobile. Damn it, you should see the picture of him talking to the cops. He's the guy with the with the Hawaiian button-down shirt on and sweatpants. Oh, that's, what, what, that's Ron Jeremy I, every day. I, I, no matter what, the blows scenario. me away. I understand the I sweatpants. Him to dress. I don't know, but if let's say he is worth six million dollars, Toyota Corolla. Oh no, no, no. Uh, what? It, no, he's an old a Buick. No, what was the old Suzuki? Uh, uh, no, the sidekick? Uh, SUV? Yeah, 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 yeah. the sidekick. Is, is, is something like that? No. You said Geo Metro, and he said pretty damn close. So yeah. I'm thinking like oh, a Honda Accord. It's, it's no longer in production. What did you say? A Saturn. He a, drives a Saturn? Saturn Ion. And I looked it up, and the last production date for Saturn Ions that I could find, 07. Hmm. So now he's driving a wrecked 07, Saturn What's the Ion? That is a car that your aunt drives. Oh yeah, and, yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what it is? It just it's it's run of the mill sedan. Yeah, a Saturn Ion is when you like you're walk you don't know this person and they're like, hey, I'll give you a ride to wherever, and you go, okay. When you walk up to it and they're like, that's me right over there. You go, this car's gonna smell like cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that car probably actually has an ashtray in it. <laughs> that's the car when you go rent a car like a Hertz or a or a, you know an Avis, and you click sedan. That's what they give you. That's a sedan. <laughs> 
That's you funny. see a 16-year-old driving one of those, you know it was inherited from an aunt or a grandma. <laughs> yeah. Right? I and it's, loved. Yet it only has 80,000 miles on it. I loved my Saturn. Saturns were awesome. Oh, yeah. They're good. They're super good cars. Like a Chrysler K car. Hey, real quick, Riz, I don't know if I said this to you in the office or if I said it to you on air. Remember I was talking about when we were talking about Jesus Christ Superstar on Monday, and I had said something along the lines of like, hey, do you know that uh, Michael Ian Black was in it? And you looked at me like, what, really? I just found out it was an elaborate April Fool's joke. He was live tweeting like he was in the show. (laughs) Oh, but he wasn't. But he wasn't. And and the tweet that started all, he was like, while we're on commercial break, I just want to say that myself, John, Sarah, and the rest of the cast really appreciate you all tuning in. And people, it got retweeted like 145,000 times because people thought he was for real in it. Hmm. And he was replying to everyone. Somebody's like, I haven't seen you yet. And he goes, you just have to look hard. I'm there and I'm working my tush off. Like, it went on forever. Oh, man, I sent him flowers. I just thought that, what an incredible <laughs> April Fool's joke! Like it, it, I fell for it, hook, line, sinker. Here I am. <laughs> uh, I'm not the the biggest Jay Z authority in the world. I know that shocks everybody in the room. Uh, but did you guys know Jay Z's mom's gay? Did, did not. We, did we know that? I did not. Yeah, he's so he's on. Was, we talked about this before. He's on with Letterman on on, on his Netflix uh, show. My next guest needs no introduction. I believe is the name mm-hmm. of it. And he talks about the first time that not that she came out to him, but that that it was actually talked about. Imagine having to live your life with someone else, right? And you think you're protecting your kids. And for my mother to have to live as someone that she wasn't and hide and like protect her kids and didn't want to embarrass her kids. And, you know, for all this time and for her to sit in front of me and tell me, I think I love someone. I mean, I really cried. That, that's a real story. Like I cried because I was so happy for her that she was free. Wow. You know, I was like, man. Like, and how old were you when that happened? This happened eight months ago. When the album was being made, like she just told me, I was like, oh, I made the ago. song the next day. No, uh, I'm sorry. No. This is when you learned your mother was gay. No, I knew, but this was first time we had the conversation. First time you had the conversation, and the first time I heard her say ah, she loved her yeah, partner. Yeah. Like I feel like I love somebody. She said like I feel like she didn't even. She held that little bit back still. Yeah. She didn't say I love. I'm in love. Yeah. She said I feel like I love someone, and I just. I cry. I don't even believe in crying because you're happy. I don't even know what that is. Cried man that? tears. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that. I'm excited about that one. It's on Netflix. All right. So you're in a band. You're in a band early. Then you quit. It's your decision over, let's say, you know, creative differences. And then that band goes on to just be huge. Are you bitter? Like Pete Best? Yeah, I was just going to say. that's he's the, he's the... Am I bitter? He's on top of the trophy for that Depending one. on yeah. what I'm doing now. Right. Well, let's say you're in bands called... Like, look, look at... You know what? Look at Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine was in Metallica. The original incarnation of Metallica Dave Mustaine was in. And then, you know, Metallica goes on to be, you know, gazillionaires and still tours the world. I mean, Dave Mustaine carved himself a nice little career. Did he roll out or was he asked to leave? He was asked to leave. Yeah. But, you know, bitterness, I think he had, he had some resentment for a while. Yeah. He was... Uh, didn't his whole... What was it? Some kind of monster? Was yes. that the movie that he was in um, when he was talking to... He was to, in therapy uh, with He was that. talking to Lars? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on who you are. And it also depends on what you're doing. Yeah. What you wind up doing. I'm going to point at the guy that I think isn't going to know that this guy's name, but uh, Nirvana's original drummer. Oh, I know. Chad Channing. I just knew you would know that. So he was the original drummer. He and plays on Bleach. He plays on Bleach, but then creative differences, so he left the band. So he was asked recently if he's upset that he's no longer in the band. You know, I have no regrets because 
I've always sort of thought that things just sort of fall in place for a reason. If you can stop that you just know, like for a second. Like, Listen to this guy and think if he was in, in Nirvana right now or is he, you know, went on to another band, whatever. It just, he just doesn't sound like a career musician when he's talking. He sounds like an accountant. You know, like I was that perfect puzzle piece for the band at the time. And then, you know, and then they needed another piece to, to uh, you know, do other things and stuff. I mean, so I look at back at those days and I think, you know, wow, I, you know, I, I was played a small part in something, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm. I'm happy with that. That's I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, who's I think that's kind of neat. <laughs> who's to say they would have been Nirvana had he stayed as the drummer? Right. Yeah, to to be fair and to counter your argument and your statement there, Chris Novoselic doesn't really sound like a, a career musician either. No, and no, if no, anything, I think he is an accountant. Who, Chris Novoselic? Yeah. Have you seen his recent interviews? <laughs> oh, yes. It's really strange. So, and you did say, "Hey, it depends on what he's going, what you know, what he did after that." He was in uh, bands, and I'm not making fun. I, I don't know these bands. They could be big. Who knows? The Fire Ants, okay. The Methodists, all right. And before Cars, don't know any of that. Stuff. All right. On TV tonight, you got Blues hosting the Blackhawks, and that game is on NBCSN. Happy birthdays. Robert Downey Jr. is 53. David Blaine, the magician, is 45. Uh, Nancy McKeon. Hmm. Is that Joe? Joe on the oh, Facts of Life is yes. 52. Uh, David Cross from Arrested Development and Mr. Show is 54. Uh, Craig T. Nelson is 74. Uh, Mr. Clive Davis, legend in the record business, is 86. And today's birthday of the day, she was Mrs. Potato Head in the Sto- uh, Toy Story movies, and she played George's mom on Seinfeld. Estelle Harris is 90 years young today. Hmm. Uh, today's porno birthday, mm. which is being brought to you by mm. Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Georgia Jones. And today's birthday girl's been tied up and thrown around more than garbage bags on trash day in 267 fine films, including Heavy Petting, Bound, Gagged, and Captives of Chloro, <laughs> Hogtied Honeymoon, Masks and Capes, Ropes and Gags, Bondage is My Business, Wrapped for pleasure, and who can forget her unforgettable role in You Won't Escape This Time, Honey? Oh, boy. Georgia Jones, 30 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Club Fitness. So a peeping Tom was caught in the act at the J.C. Penney store in Darting Prairie on Monday night. And a woman says she was in the junior girl's dressing room. She was getting ready to, to change her clothes when she noticed something in the mirror. It was a teenage boy peeping in. She screamed. And she said that nobody 
came to her aid. Nobody. And she said she screamed loud enough where people could hear it. So she said that after the teenager ran away, she walked around the store looking for an employee. And JCPenney staff actually found the peeper and just told him to leave. Wow. Just told him to leave, didn't call the cops or anything. Now, JCPenney corporate says they're aware of what happened and they will be working with that store in Darting Prairie to review what they're calling safety protocols. But yesterday, and this is according to Channel 4, uh, Saint Lu- uh, I'm sorry, St. Charles County police officer went to the woman's house with surveillance photos of not one but two teenage boys that were seen running out of the store's junior girls' changing room. And officers say they know who they are. So these are these are good kids. Yeah. When the cops know you're ready. Yeah. That's a good point. Former clients. Yeah. <laughs> And they're not really providing any other details other than, yeah, we know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering if the woman is going to press charges. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think so. I would. The nightmare, a guy was shot in the chest while driving on 70 yesterday afternoon. Just after 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 70 and Goodfellow. I, I really don't have much info other than that. Yeah, everything was pretty much, hey, a guy was shot on 70 at Goodfellow. He that said that he, from what I heard, the guy said that he didn't even know he was shot. He said he just heard and saw the glass breaking in his car, like the window shattering out. How do you not know you're shot in the chest? I've never been shot. And how do you get shot in the chest while driving on the highway? Is a car, like, in front of you just... Could have been a ricochet. Mm. I don't know. I'm not sure if you're driving, that's the last thing you expect. <clears throat> Unfortunately, not in that area. I'm just saying, like, you know, if if I'm driving and all of a sudden my windshield goes and there's a loud noise, you know, it, it takes a few seconds to try to figure out what the hell just happened. All right, what, what, did, what fell from the sky? Yeah, I Something remember like I was that. driving one time with my window down and my arm out the window. And like a pebble or something got, you know, shot up by a tire and hit my hand. Oh, I've had that happen. Yeah. I immediately thought I was shot. Yeah. I grabbed my hand and I was like, where's the blood? Well, it's like, oh! it, it's, a, it's just like, all right, so a bullet's hot. So mm-hmm. rounds hot when it leaves the, uh, when it leaves the chamber. Yeah. So it probably sears into your skin first. And maybe you don't feel it at first. I mean, I don't know. I've never been shot. So, obviously, they're looking for the shooter. That's why, if you were in the area yesterday, lanes were closed down while they investigated. But that was yesterday, 70 in Goodfellow. Two o'clock. Back in September of 2015, 24-year-old Clayton Reeton forced his way into a house on Enderbush Lane in Eureka and at gunpoint held the family inside in their master bedroom while he robbed the place and then stole their minivan. And we talked about this story. You know exactly where that is, right? It's 1.5 miles from Mm -hmm. my house. Very scary. And the victims were able to identify Clayton. He was arrested, charged with unlawful possession of a firearm, first-degree burglary, felonious restraint, and three counts of armed criminal action. Well, yesterday, a jury found him guilty on all counts, and he will be officially sentenced 
on May the 18th. The Missouri House passed uh, legislation to require parents getting food stamps to comply with work requirements or face losing their benefits. And the bill was sent to the Senate after passing the House. Now, the measure is aimed at requiring able-bodied parents aided by the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program to get a job or some kind of job training. And people who fail to meet the federal work requirements would be disqualified from the program for three months for the first violation and six months for the second. And a third violation would mean a loss of food assistance for two years. But they do say the bill will not take away kids' benefits. Now, have we gotten desensitized to mass shootings that somebody opening fire at an office but only injuring three people seems like good news? I get what you're saying. Yeah, that, That's the first thing. When I saw this, this shooting yesterday at the YouTube headquarters, and at first, man, again, the misinformation out there on on the social media. Jeez. Well, think about it. When we all started chatting about it, first thing that came up from all of us was how many people. Yep. You know? So there was a shooting at YouTube's headquarters in San Bruno, California, early yesterday afternoon. And a woman, yes, a woman shot three people. Here's a police audio. I guess this is them... uh, them calling it in. One of the witnesses coming in, they identified uh, a female in a, in a white shirt. That's the one we have down uh, in the center uh, court area with the gunshot wound in the chest. So confirming she is the suspect? Confirming that's what we were told. And there is a uh, handgun about 20 feet to the south of us. Uh, the victim on Harris is the suspected shooter. I don't have a scene secure for that. They possibly have an S- X-ray suspect down. At 901 Cherry, with a gun that's recovered, they're still looking for a male. Bravo informed us we have 37 individuals that will need to be triaging. This is going to take place on the southwest side of the building. Uh, we have a casualty collection point set up. Yeah, so 37 individuals going to be uh, going to need to be triaged. And here's the thing: only three people were hurt. A 27-year-old woman, a 32-year-old woman, and a 36-year-old man. All of them taken to the hospital. All of them expected to survive. The woman used a handgun. The only death was the shooter. She shot herself. And the police released a statement last night saying the shooting was personal and not terrorism. But they didn't elaborate. I heard yesterday that it was a a boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Right. Come to find out it may be something different. So I guess this woman, she's in her 30s. Nassim Agdam is her name. And her father said in an interview that he'd reported the daughter missing on Monday after she didn't answer the phone for two days. And that they got a call from police around 2 a.m. yesterday saying they'd found her sleeping in a car about 30 miles away from YouTube headquarters. And I guess this is a, this is a woman who made YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And she was mad at YouTube for demonetizing her videos. Am I getting that right? 
Yeah, it said, <laughs> it, said, it said her dad made a statement this morning already. Oh, I didn't see the dad's statement this morning. I'm looking it up. So this guy says he warned the police that his daughter might be heading to YouTube because she hated the company. Now, people who post on YouTube could get money from, from ads that go with their videos, but the company demonetizes some channels, meaning no money's given. For reasons that include, I mean, inappropriate material or having fewer than 1,000 subscribers. I mean, here is this woman who's now dead ranting about YouTube. I'm being discriminated and filtered on YouTube, and I'm not the only one. And if you go and check my videos, you see that my new videos hardly get views, and my old videos that used to get many views stopped getting views. And another thing, they age-restricted my ab workout video, a video that has nothing bad in it, nothing sensual. Why they did that? Because it got famous and was getting many views. I contacted support team and they also said the same thing. There are some inappropriate things in your video. Many singers like Nicki Minaj. I don't know. It's the rantings of a lunatic. Yeah, she's claiming she was discriminated against by YouTube. And she says that, I guess it's their fault. And she, I, I, what were her videos? I don't know, but all her about? dad said was that uh, uh, YouTube had, quote, stopped everything and she was angry because of it. And basically, he is confirming what they say, that the main reason behind this, her main motivation, was because Facebook defunded or or not facebook youtube defunded all right so her her channel says her videos were about animal rights and veganism and others described them as bizarre musical parodies yeah she um she considers herself a vegan bodybuilder the the video i'm watching right now is backgrounds changing and her in like a leopard print uh what do you call it like a leotard i suppose yeah dancing Mm. it's very odd okay it looks it's like odd, she's but, dancing in front of a green screen or something, right? Yeah, but these videos, uh, like with the music, especially with music parody, mm-hmm. depending on the music, they do. This is this is where the YouTube vortex takes you, is these kind of strange videos. And you're not sure if these people are putting on characters or if they're... No, I think this woman is a genuine nutcase. Yeah, like right now she's talking and dancing and there's a video behind her of um, chickens eating. Okay. All right, that's what happened yesterday. All right, before we hit the break... Uh, two weeks ago, the citizens of the unincorporated town of Indian Land, South Carolina, voted overwhelmingly against incorporating. All right, but on the same ballot used to cast the votes was a write-in area asking voters that if they should incorporate with whatever they're going to incorporate with, they need to change the town name. So they asked people, if the resolution were to pass, what do you think the town name should be. So just write in your answer. And do you think people took it seriously? Yeah. It's I'm going to say probably, yeah. I, no, I, I, if, no. I swear to you, if you say somebody voted Townie McTownface, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... No, nobody did. It. Nobody did. Nobody took it seriously. So a couple of people had their, their personal names in mind because names like Gregville and Markstown and Jason Land got a couple of votes. <laughs> also on the list, uh, Kiss My Buttberg. Or wow. hell. 
Or one of my favorites, D's Nutsville. Yep, you got it. <laughs> I can't believe that's not taken already. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they, those are all taken. <laughs> and uh, Poopland. Poopland. There was also Party Town and Fancy Town. How about Fort Awesome? <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. Uh, Intercourse was on the list of potential names. Uh, Abomination. Idiot Land. I thought you'd like this. Suplex City. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> nice. And of course, Tony McTownerface. Oh, damn it! It was on <laughs> there. Said, no, you said Tony McTownerface. Oh, whatever. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Tony McTownerface. But now it, does, it doesn't even matter. Listen, nowadays, if you ask, if you ask anybody to take anything seriously as far as writing your votes, remember there was almost a Mountain Dew flavored called Adolf Hitler was right. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Whoa. That won the vote. And then they were like, uh, yeah, that violates the terms and yeah, conditions. Nah. So we're going to call it blackout or something. You know, like, it was ridiculous, man. And what was like second second place was like even more ridiculous than that. Or remember that couple went, went to Facebook or social media. They said, hey, name my kid. And Optimus Prime won. <laughs> <laughs> I will do some uh, more news after the break. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, I don't need to brag here, but uh, on, uh, on Monday, Monday was my like six weeks from my surgery, my hernia surgery. So I was able to go back to the gym and kind of work out again. And, man, I hit it hard. And I am sore as hell today. Like, sore. That means like it's working. Very bad. Like, old man sore. Yeah. I can't bend over. So going back to the gym today? Is that a good idea? I always sure. thought that's what they said. Is yeah. that what they said? That'd be the way to make you feel the best. Pain makes means it's working, so keep going. But it's a good kind of pain, though, right? No, it's terrible. All right. <laughs> you know it's working when you, when you work with a trainer. And you feel like you're going to throw up on the way home. Uh huh. And you, you know it's working. If right. you don't dislike your trainer, your trainer's not doing it right. Right. That's all I've always heard. <laughs> Man, everything hurts. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go do it again today. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. I want to get swole. <laughs> That's my goal. It's like, all right, fill out this questionnaire. You know, what do you want to do? Well, lose 20 pounds. You know, gain muscle. No, get swole. Get swole. Get swole is my goal. <laughs> I want to be swole by Point Fest. Uh, here's uh, more proof that he spotted any sort of uh, opening crevice, nook, cranny, crater, dent, vent, or divot in the world. There's a guy that's going to try to have sex with it. A guy named Stephen was golfing in uh, Merseyside, England on Monday. When he noticed something mm, unexpected going on at the ninth hole, there was a guy with his pants down having sex with the hole. Okay. And there is, listen, everybody gets excited for the Masters in their own way. Uh, right. right? Yeah, Which, you got it. This is not part of the pro-am, is it? No. <laughs> Which the Masters starts on Thursday. Mm-hmm. There's, there's pictures. I mean, this guy, roll tape. That, listen, that wasn't the only thing he was doing. He also got the holes flagpole into the action. As uh, Steven said, quote, he had his <clears throat> in the hole. 
while he had the flag in his backside. Oh, so he was in the front nine and the back nine. Oh, no. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, man. This guy's clearly not right. There he is. That's wow. him doing Like, it. there's not, like, a crowd wow. around King him. Scott, if you would, uh, please post the video on the blog. But don't look at it. There's not, like, a crowd around him or, like, a bunch of his buddies, like, hey, 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 do no, that. this that. is a guy this having just, sex with the ninth pole It's golf just course. him. If you're a good golfer, you have somebody tend the pole for you, just so uh-huh. you know. Yeah. I guess he didn't bring your own caddy, huh? No. <laughs> Look at it's just casually getting up. All right, I'm done. Cool. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to play through? Go ahead. Yeah, he's not even he's not even jogging away. Uh, wow. See ya. Yep. As I said, everybody gets excited for the Masters in their own way. Mm. Wow. All right, and just casually walking away. I don't know if the cops arrested him or not, but that's so weird. Hmm. Uh, since announcing that they were going out of business last month, the people with the Toys R Us gift cards and you know credit. They are scrambling to spend the money before they stop accepting gift cards on April 21st. So if you got Toys R Us gift cards, April 21st is the deadline to use them. And I believe Toys R Us and Babies R Us shut down their websites already. You may want to verify that. Because if you have one of their gift cards and you don't live near a Toys R Us or Babies R Us... You could do some shopping on there as far as looking at the product, but you can't buy anything. You can't buy anything. Oh, huh? no. Well, you know who stepped up, guys? The fine folks at Bed Bath & Beyond. They're offering, so if you have a Toys R Us or Babies R Us gift card, here's what they're offering. Extreme, exchange your Toys R Us and Babies R Us gift cards for Bed Bath & Beyond e-gift cards. Now, you're not going to get full face value, for the card, though, so they're offering like $16.05 for a $25 card. And for a $100 card, you'll get $64.20. And they'll also accept cards with partial balances, as long as they're over 20 bucks. And you could spend the credit in stores or online. But the offer's going to end tomorrow night. A brilliant idea. Don't tomorrow think? midnight, yeah. So you can exchange that stuff at, at, at Bed Bath & Beyond for a, d- a discounted rate. But still, if you're not going to use the Toys R Us gift card, better than throwing it away. And who doesn't love BB&B? Telling you. Who's looking for a pizza stone? Me. There you go. So I take my Toys R Us gift card, exchange Bring it, it there. and then go there. Which, by the way, somebody sent us a picture of them buying themselves Alina's Pizza. And buying a pizza stone at a local grocery store, and the pizza stone was like nine bucks. Wow. Yeah. I I don't own a pizza stone. Is that a good price you're saying or a bad oh, price? Oh my god, yeah. That's that is, an incredible that's a good price. price. Okay. Nine ninety nine for a pizza stone? Yeah. That's an incredible well, price for a pizza stone. I was just gonna say, am I getting what I pay for for ten bucks? What what, what I don't know pizza rock. Try it out. I don't know if all pizza stones are created equally. I mean, it's it's worth trying out, though. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're going to spend, if you get a good pizza stone, you're going to spend $40 on it. Yeah, I think that's what ours okay. was, like 40 bucks. All right. That's yeah, good the, to... Uh... Yeah, the Google Shop, I mean, there's a fancy one with handles and all that. That's 33 bucks. But there's a few at uh, the Targets and Walmarts and all that. They're ranging from 8 to 15 bucks. Mine just stays in the oven. Like, I don't take it out. 
It just stays in the oven. Uh, the Walmart in E-Town does not carry pizza stones. No, yeah, I think that's... That's no, just does, probably an online only. As a matter of fact, they say the pizza stone in the oven ha- mm. helps actually regulate the temperature somehow. Just leaving it in there. Leave it in there. Interesting. And I put the Lena's right there on the pizza stone. I had one last night. I had buffalo chicken, and I had to put aluminum aluminum foil in the oh, bottom. Right there on the stone. Yeah. And it makes the the crust like real crispy and good. You got a big rectangular one? It's Yeah, it fits in the bottom of the oven. It's a big one. It almost takes up the bottom shelf of the, the bottom rack of the oven. Okay. Okay, so you put it on the rack below. You don't put the pizza on it. Or you do put the pizza on On the stone? Yeah. Yeah, put it right okay. on the stone. Okay. Yeah, baby, it's great. Yeah, baby. Here's one 16-inch round, 38, 36 on the Amazons. Hey, I'm not sure if it's possibly more hardcore than this, but a 24-year-old guy was at a bar in uh, Australia last week. I'm sorry, Australia. And he got into an argument with another guy, and they started fighting. And the guy got stabbed in the back. The 24-year-old guy got stabbed in the back. But here's where it gets badass. Instead of going to the hospital, dude ordered himself another beer while the knife was still sticking out of his back. Sweet. And then once he finished the beer, then he went to the hospital. He's doing all right, and he says he doesn't want to press charges against the guy who stabbed him even. All right. That's why it's called happy hour, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Just a thing. Somebody in the chat room brings up a really good point. What? Jeff just got caught in a lie. How's that? He said you're going to go to Bed Bath & Beyond and buy a pizza stone with your Toys R Us gift card. We all know you're not even allowed to own anything from Toys or Babies R Us. (laughs) You can't even go near those stores. Somebody could have given it to him as a gift. Hey, he asked to deny it. It's in the- <laughs> you give me that, I have to call my PO immediately. <laughs> so it's a gift. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, Budweiser, the new Bud Light Orange. Yep, tried it last night. What do you think? Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I didn't try it last night. We bought it last night, and Scott tried it last night. Scott, what'd you think? King Scott, thumbs up. I forgot. I'm he, gonna know if he thinks it's. He loves it's, the price too. It was, it was it was pretty late at night, and I ran downstairs and I was like, "How we is can it?" Ask him. Come on. Yeah, I want to. I want to know if he thinks it's a, a if it's more Bud Light mixed with Fanta or if it's more light blue. Where'd you get? Yeah. It? Well, I I planned on trying it. He picked it up, and uh, we we picked up some other beer, and I I had a few, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have this," but it was super late. Oh, and we still I, have to try the glitter beer, by the way. Mm. Oh yeah, I I have that as well. Um, but I, I I wanted his review beforehand because I didn't want a sweet beer to be my last beer, and he said, "Yeah, it's very sweet. So it's one of those where you have one or you mix it with something else, probably another mm. beer. But it's very tasty. Is it good? Yeah. You said it's sweeter than a lime, though. Like, oh, yeah, really yeah. tasty orange. Somebody said, yeah. Somebody said a combo of beer and Fanta. Yeah, and it, uh, I looked and it has fourteen like grams, of pretty much of sugar in it. So it's a soda." Mm. But it's good, yeah. Okay. But it's not as much as, like, the Not My Father's Root Beer or whatever that Right. It's not like that. That, to me, is a mix of Fanta and beer. Yeah, Bud Light Lime. Not your father's root beer, not your father's dew. Yeah. Thumbs up from King Scott. Yeah. Bud Light Lime is, like, a great pool beer, but you can only do two or three, because then you just feel like you're... Your teeth hurt. Yeah, you're drinking a And that's with anything like that. Well, here is a new Budweiser product going to hit stores. Come September. You know the old adage, uh, beer before liquor, never been sicker? And then, you know, liquor before beer, you're in the clear. But what if your liquor is your beer, guys? 
What do you do then? Huh? Budweiser and Jim Beam are <laughs> teaming up. Budweiser and Jim Beam teaming, uh, teaming up to create a brand new beer. And it's the first time a major beer company and whiskey company have collaborated like this. And the beer is called Reserve Copper Lager, and it's going to be aged in wood pieces from Jim Bean's barrels, and it's going to be out in September. And we've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. But now Budweiser stepping up and doing it. So it's Budweiser and Jim Beam. That'll be interesting. Together at last, out September. So the Reserve Copper Lager, which I will definitely be willing to try. And uh, finally, before we hit sports, you know, every time uh, you walk up to a door, there's so much opportunity for someone to ruin your day. So a new survey asked, asked a surprisingly tough question. What's more infuriating? When someone doesn't hold the door open for you or when you hold the door open for someone and they don't say thank you? I think it's the second of those two. More infuriating? What's more infuriating? When you hold open the door for somebody and they don't say thank you or you're walking up to the door and nobody holds it open for you? I don't even think about it when no one holds it open for me. So. I, I think I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah, because I already think that most humans are a-holes when it comes to this. Yeah, I don't expect anybody to hold, no. hold open the door for me. Not at all. But if I put the effort out, you know... And you don't give me some sort of hey thanks or whatever. Then I have yeah. two. I have two passive aggressive comments that I use for each of these. If nobody holds the door open for me, I go, yep, "Your world, we're just living in it." And if nobody says thank you, I go, ah, "I guess we're not saying thank you now, huh?" Wow, that's not very passive aggressive. That's pretty direct. <laughs> well, that's he's saying it to himself. You're kind of saying it. To I don't yourself, say it to them. Well, yeah. Oh, I thought you well, said you I say, say it to them. I say it. I say it under my breath to where if they go, huh? And I go, oh, nothing. Yeah, I used to get really snarky with it, and I would, I would always use. I, I would just say. You're welcome. That's what I would say. In, in the place that I would normally have said, you're welcome after a thank you. But these days, I, I just can't. Have you go. ever had somebody care. turn around and say, I didn't say thank you? Mm, no. I've had that happen. Really? I don't think so. What did you, you say to be that? kidding me. Somebody said that? You didn't I didn't say, say anything, anything back. Oh. No, I was in shock. I would have said, <laughs> I know you didn't. I don't What's I your shock? face? I don't care. I used to be really snarky about it. It used to really bother me. When you say uh, infuriated, it used to really infuriate it, it, it me. It still does a little bit for me. Not anymore for me. I just kind of. It does. If I, it, my, for me, it, it's holding open the door and, and somebody not saying thank you. That, yeah, but, that makes me very angry. Yeah, but if, if you, when you start to take it this way, are you doing it for something in return? No, to me, it's a metaphor for where society has gone. Yeah, but I mean, people are going to be people. There was rude people in the ancient days. There's going to be rude people yeah, in the future. Yeah, but I don't so, like them. I'm just saying, like, take, take, try to try to change your attitude about it and and open the door because it's the right thing to do, not because you need the it world is, to give yes, you something. Back. It is the right thing to do. Hundred percent correct. Yeah. It's also the right thing to do to say thank you. Yeah, but that's on them. That's them not paying into their karma bank. You know what I'm saying? You're you're good. Yeah, but, yeah, there, but you're still nowadays, affecting other human beings when you don't say thank you. Nowadays, right? Only if you allow it to affect. Unfortunately, you. there's a lot more. There's a lot more silence than thank yous. What you gonna do? You're gonna teach somebody? You think an adult that goes Damn by right, and doesn't? Damn right! When I say you're welcome, it's gonna make them think about it next time. No and way! And then it's gonna make them go, hmm. No way! I didn't say thank you to that fine gentleman that opened up the door. If for this me. person hasn't said thank you, if they're an adult and they didn't say thank you for a door opening, that's not the first time. This is a practice thing over a lifetime for this human being. 
I don't think you're a snarky, you're welcome is going to be the first one that they've heard, and I certainly don't think it's going to change the trajectory of their yeah, manners. Make, make I, bet, I, bet, I bet. No, if I, I bet, change one life, my job is done. I bet if you say. <laughs> well, you already you say, have, Riz. I bet if you say you're welcome loud enough, I bet that's the type of person that would turn around and go, huh? Like it would shock them that they're supposed to say thank you. What? Yeah. You think that 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 would be the first time that they had heard something like that? Yeah, or, I, I or been or been questioned. Or I think they they would be. Sh- I think they w- they place such ignorance to the fact that hey, you're supposed to be nice, and when somebody holds a door open for you, that's a nice thing, and you're supposed to say thank you. I think if you go, oh, you're welcome, they would turn around and go, what? Oh, well, know. then there's Kenneth here brings up a good point. I hate when somebody holds the door. Or an elevator for me, and I'm a few feet away, and I have to do that awkward jog. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks you're for obli- making me run. You're obligated jerk. to do the awkward jog. <laughs> but I always say thank you. Me too. I always say thank you. Yeah, I don't know. So, are you basically? Did you just basically generally say that nobody ever needs to say thank you to to you no. for anything? No, I'm because it just saying, sounded like you just said we're doing not. things for ourselves if we expect to thank you. To a degree, you are. I mean. It, and you're also allowing someone else's behavior to govern your happiness. And I will no longer do what? that. Wait, 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 wait. So you're doing, you're, you're holding the door open for selfish reasons? That's what he is saying that we're uh, saying no, if, we, if we're hurt by not getting a thank you. Not down to that, that simple of a, uh, of a concept. But I'm, but I'm saying if I do something and you, I do something nice and you don't return the thank you or, or a nicety and that upsets me, then to a degree... Yeah, I'm kind of expecting something out of I'm I'm expecting return out of my nicety. I'm blown away by by you. No, you don't you don't I mean I mean just slow down and like conceptually sort of think of of that. Right. I mean, if do you, I do something nice, do you if do, I do something nice, right. I I don't expect but I appreciate and would and, hope and, for and I would hope for a thank you. 100%. I'm and if I don't get that thing, if I do something nice for you and you don't say thank you, I remember that. As Riz would say, noted. noted. I know, man. I'm just saying, like, so, uh, you're on the, the list. The, the way that I was <laughs> raised, and, and biblically speaking, I, I, I would just much rather feel like I'm doing something for you, and that's okay whether it's returned to me or not. You understand? Know I'm, 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 I'm just saying, like, putting, putting positive in the world without expecting positive back, necessarily. Okay, not expecting it, but it's nice to hear. Of course, I'm not saying people shouldn't say thank you. I'm a massive advocate for that. Uh, of of course, I, I, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to so let it bother me like I used to. You're not also like me wishing they get hit by a bus? <laughs> not any longer. Okay. Maybe a bicycle? All right. Boy, somebody, somebody's got woke. No, I, I, I'm, Somebody's gotten woke. I'm just saying, like, of all the little things that I can woke. choose to, to be affected by, I'd like to not be affected yeah, it's by. That's a little stuff that... By that. Me. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're also not like the world's parents. You know what I mean? You kind of like. All right there, Mr. Perfect. Uh, stop, dude. <laughs> stop. I'm just try- I'm trying my best. Okay. <laughs> uh, before we get to sports here, you know, talking about the, the guy having sex with the ninth hole at that golf course in, in England. And yes, we didn't make hole-in-one jokes on purpose. That's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, we're better than that. And you guys are better than that. Come on, the front nine, back nine was the best we could do, okay? <laughs> I was actually kind of surprised by all of us. I, I, Not making that joke? Yeah. That's, that's too easy. <laughs> when has that stopped us before? Stopped me today. <laughs> and that's progress, damn it. Uh, look, at, uh, look at Hank there making the turn. Okay. 
Anyway, uh, golfers, you get the Masters starting on uh, on Thursday, and golfers have been complaining about the increasing amount of heckling where fan, you know, fans try to disrupt the game by shouting out stuff while they're swinging. And, it, and it's usually drunk people, and it's obviously very frowned upon. So security has been ramped up at Augusta. And according to experts, I'm not, ex, not experts, according to reports, the staff has actually been given a list of sayings that are prohibited. And one of them is the Bud Light catchphrase, dilly dilly. Thank God. That's hilarious. Fans who shout dilly dilly or any of the other phrases which are on the list, which I don't have a hold of, will be removed immediately. Yet, fortunately, the rest of that list has not been has not been released. But not surprisingly, Bud Light has seized on this opportunity for free publicity, so they're sending a thousand dilly dilly shirts to the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, this will probably only lead to more people shouting "dilly dilly," which is just wonderful. That's hilarious. Oh boy, I have the list. Oh, you do? It's long. Oh my gosh! Yeah, look at that. Oh, I couldn't long. find that this morning. Oh my god! For some reason, WhatsApp is on there. <laughs> <laughs> this, well, that's the person oh, that took the oh, time machine. Okay, never mind. This makes <laughs> this makes tons of sense. This makes tons of sense. It's all pretty much like slogans. Up for whatever. Fresh, smooth, time to create. Can you hear me now? Um, so this is when somebody swings, you know, and you're and you're watching the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Baba Booey on there? A lot of a lot of these have to do with the fact that it may be sponsored by, you know, AT and T, and you're screaming. Can you hear me now? Is Baba Booey on there? No, I don't see it. I'm not seeing it yet. But but here's here's what some of the weird ones are. Uh, will you get me a Bud Light? Uh, awesome, thanks. I'm on my way. Where's Tiger? Wow, these prices really are from another era. <laughs> and these are these are prohibited things. So if, oh if that's you, that's if, the if that's the yell, if you yell at the stuff at the Masters, you'll that's be the removed. suspected list. That's what somebody somebody said that they. Received this from a source. Oh, okay, so that's not one hundred. So it says it says this is every phrase the Masters may or may not have banned. Okay, in yeah. addition to dilly it's not dilly. the official. List. It's not the official official. Man, imagine if a company has a slogan uh, like uh, what what oh, get up there, baby. <laughs> I know? do I do Why? understand though some there, of the baby. slogans. Like I under I get that because there are some major sponsors that you know if you yell out the other company's catchphrase, I yeah. get that. I understand. Yeah, but why now? Well, I mean, if that's it, the case, Tony, and I totally agree with you on that, why all of a sudden now just because it's become a problem? Oh, I yeah, guess? because it's, been, uh, that, it's that, been such, it's so hijacked. That yeah. and it's probably always been a list. You think? We just now are hearing We're it because everybody's yelling dilly dilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are going to those things just to get on camera to say that stuff. Oh, I love that Bud Light's sending the dilly dilly shirts down there. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. That's... <laughs> uh, hey, Katie. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, um, so listen, I was just calling to agree with Moon. Um, I was kind of taught the same thing. Like when when you're driving and you let somebody over in your lane, you kind of expect them to give you the wave. Yeah, of course. But, hey, thanks. Um, and in doing that, like when they don't give you a wave, do you get mad? Oh, I, I do the pit maneuver on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kind of taught if you're letting them over, you're doing that kind of like 
out of the kindness of your heart. So to accept yeah, that, no. that was a little bit selfish. Yeah, okay. But listen, Katie, <laughs> you let somebody over, they give the courtesy wave, you give the courtesy wave back, nice. Where we live yeah, in a civilized society. When they, do, when they don't, I go, hmm, what a dick. And then I move on. With right. Yeah, it doesn't ruin your day, but uh, as you said, it's noted. It's kind of you just went, wow, that person's wow, kind of that a jerk. Person sucks. Yeah, right. I'm not right. harping on it. You want them to do it, but ultimately, you let them all do it because in return, someday you would like somebody to do the same thing for you. So yeah, yeah it's going to add into your karma bank. I like that. Well, yeah, and, and you know what? I thank you, Katie. And what I will wind up doing is trying to pull up next to that car and just just seeing who. Taking right. a look, see who's in there. What kind of person does that? What do you look like? Yeah, yeah. Just as I suspected. <laughs> I did that yesterday with somebody who did somebody a wearing a fedora. Just as I, I knew suspected. it, a fedora. <laughs> somebody who just did a did a workaround on a on a red light at, at Eureka at uh, forty four and one hundred nine, and people do it, and they try to get in front of you when you use the right turn lane the correct way. And I I rode up on them just to look in to see what kind of person that would do that. Fedora wear, huh? total fedora. Just ah. Scarf wearing, fedora wearing, a hole. I knew it. Driving a Saturn. I knew it. <laughs> Scarf and flip flops. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. Living air locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals entered the eighth inning up four to one last night. Game started off awesome. Back to back homers from Dexter Fowler and Tommy Pham. Uh, then the Brewers put up two in the eighth. Heading into the bottom of the ninth, it was still four to three cards. Then the Brewers hit themselves back-to-back homers, ending with Ryan Braun hitting the walk-off home run. Brewers win five to four. Tonight it's the rubber match. Carlos Martinez gets the start. First pitch scheduled for six forty. Sexiest match when it's the rubber match. Yeah, Yeah, bouncing. My favorite. I don't know if you've heard this most recent rumor or not, but Adam Wainwright is trying his ass off to start tomorrow's home opener at Bush. It was originally said that he would be out at least his first two starts, but it looks like he's trying his best to start tomorrow. Most people think if he's ready, the cards will allow him to go because this most likely will be his final opening day start. So we'll have to see. Right now, if you're curious, Michael Waka is on the probable starters list. So we'll see. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton booed in his Yankee Stadium debut yesterday after he... Struck out five times in the Yankees' home opener. <laughs> Holy smokes. Welcome to New team, York. The team did win, though. They beat the Rays 11-4. to Stanton, the National League MVP last year with the Marlins, said after the game, you put up a performance like that, you should get some booze. In his first game with the Yankees, though, on opening day, runs. he had two home runs against the Blue Jays. So Five oh. strikeouts. I mean, it's your, it's your Yankee Stadium debut. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, he's putting asses in the seats, and they're expecting to see some dingers. And I yeah. said, and what did I say to you up in the office this morning? I said he's just like a guy like Aaron Judge and stuff like that. This dude's going to strike out eight thousand times, but he's going to hit nine hundred homers. Yeah, he swing for the fences every time. Yeah. At least his name's not on the jersey. That's Nobody right. can tell it. <laughs> uh, the Blues take on the Blackhawks tonight at the Scott Trade Center. Chicago looking to play the role of spoiler as they are out of the playoff contention. Guys, guys, but guys. the Blues are right in the thick of things. Guys, tonight. What do we really need? <sighs> We need to win tonight, guys. Mm-hmm. We really need to win. We, those points are very important. That's a hot take. Nice. The Blues. Now, now I, I may I may be ignorant here, but how is it that we get the win? What we have to do is, guys, get more goals, put more pucks in the opposing team's net than the other team puts in your net. That's a hot take. Thank you. 
The Blues currently are one point behind Colorado for the second wild card spot. The Avs are off tonight. They take on the Sharks tomorrow night. Here's the scenario. Blues win tonight. Avs lose tomorrow. Blues win on Friday. That's a Blues clincher. Simple as that. Hey, so the uh, the Blues and Scott Trade Center announced uh, phase two of the renovations. Anybody see that article? I did. I did not. I saw the interview with the dude. So, well, last offseason, they put in the new scoreboard, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the LED lighting, the state-of-the-art sound system, theater boxes, and they upgraded the locker room. So this summer, I guess, is going to be another major facelift, including replacing every seat in the mezzanine level and um, a couple new gathering places. And there'll be new food options. Sugar Fire, High Point Drive-In, Burden Barrel, and Lion's Choice. I guess they'll get their own standalone places. I, I guess so. I'm not sure. Uh, they said All I know is they said that when you show up to the arena next year, it will look completely different. Totally different. Yeah, they're taking out of those seats, putting in like those exor- exercise balls that you sit on. That's right. right. Yeah, yoga <laughs> balls. Just, yeah, for your back, <laughs> which is nice. No, they, uh, up in the uh, the the upper deck is going to be pedals at every seat to power the place. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> got it. Got to do what you got to do, man. Got to keep that We're going to lose power. Yeah. Retractable roof. They're throwing around that idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. They can do an outdoor game every year. <laughs> uh, finally, here we've talked about this for a while now. The Canelo Alvarez Triple G fight, the boxing match. It's highly anticipated. Everyone's been talking about the rematch. The fight, May 5th at T-Mobile Arena. I mean, they're talking about this thing's going to be the biggest professional boxing match of the year. And nope, it's over. Uh, Alvarez (laughs) tested positive for banned substances twice, and they're canceling the fight. Golden Boy Promotions said that they just can't do it because the hearing on April 18th, just too late to have things take place on May 5th. So it's over. That fight, the rematch, it's done. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Who knows who? Headline! Alright, today's headline who story comes to us from Northwest Florida. Now, if you want to know why we get a lot of headline who stories from the state of Florida, check out who's teaching them. <laughs> who's molding the minds down there? A uh, school resource officer for a middle school was asked to help uh, help out an administrator after, quote, Several students reported inappropriate behavior by a substitute teacher. The teacher was telling the kids in class, mind you, that uh, she smokes weed and that she'll have a party at her house so they could all smoke together. She said she'd order a pizza and they could all bring their swimsuits. She also gave her phone number out to a couple of the kids on sticky notes. She also told dirty jokes in the classroom and played unedited rap music on the classroom speakers. And while that was going on, she danced to the music and unbuttoned her pants and said, quote, I take dollars in my waistband. Damn, what? You better get there early, too, if she's only ordering one pizza. (laughs) And by the way, the teacher is 63. Oh. Oh, wow. This is awesome. Holy cow, what a just changed the visual in my head. Now, she hasn't been charged with anything yet, but she was taken off the substitute eligibility list. For now. <laughs> there you go. From Northwest Florida, this teacher, today's headline hooch. All right, up after the break, we're going to need some people on the phone. 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. We haven't played this in a while. Ladies and gentlemen, the Whisper Game. Oh, nice. It's a great game, isn't it? This yep. is one of my favorites. So we're going to put Patrico in audio isolation, and Jeff is going to read out the phrase that pays. 
Patrico's not going to be able to hear him. Patrico's going to have to read Jeff's lips. And you guys on the phone will have, uh, well, Patrico's going to have three guesses. Mm-hmm. You guys on the phone will have to guess whether Patrico will get the phrase right or wrong. Is it two out of three? I think it's just one. Yeah, it's oh, just one? the one, okay. but he gets three chances. All right, yeah. so so if you guess right, you get the prize. And we have uh, copies of MLB The Show 18 for the PS4. MLB The Show 18 out now. Your team, your buddies, your hometown. MLB The Show 18 is for baseball fans like you. Huge roster of past legends and current superstars in Diamond Dynasty. MLB The Show 18, welcome to the show. Rated E for everyone. We also have tickets to go see Blackstone, Cherry, and Shaman's Harvest. Co-headlining a show on May 10th over at Pops. And we also have tickets to go see Jimmy Eat World Friday night, May 11th over at the pageant. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. So I'd like to give away some stuff. Tickets to go see Blackstone Cherry and Shaman's Harvest over at Pops on May 10th. Tickets to go see Jimmy Eat World at the pageant on May 11th. And copies of MLB The Show 18 for the PS4. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free stuff. And we haven't played this game in a while. It's called the Whisper Game. So, uh, Patrico, if you would explain. Uh, I am put in audio isolation, and uh-huh. Jeff will then uh, utter a phrase. I cannot hear Jeff, so I just have to read his lips and try and guess what the phrase is. I will have three chances to guess the phrase. Uh, the listener on the phone has to either guess whether I will get the phrase correct or not. If they are correct in their assumption, then they win a prize. Uh-huh. That's it. Simple as that. Got to read, read around the, the beard and mustache. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that makes it tougher. I think it does, man. Honestly, because you have the uh, like I have the spaces here, you know, in between the uh, the, the middle and the sides. His beard goes That's right up coverage. to his lips. Yeah, it's the whole coverage. thing does make it tough. All right, hmm. so let's get uh, Patrico in isolation. All right, let's go to Chad in Swansea. Hello, Chad. Hey. Hey, Chad. Hey. All right, Patrico, you in? Take that as a yes. That's, that's a yes. You good? Are you talking to me? Yes. It's go right, time. It's go. It's go time. <clears throat> All right, Jeff. Tell Chad what the phrase that pays is. Teeny tiny weenie. Teeny tiny weenie. Will I get it right? Yes or no? Yes. Right, he says yes. Now, are you saying that because you think he said that a lot or All heard right. that a lot? <laughs> All right, so here we go. Look at Jeff. Teeny tiny weenie. When did he even start? Did he even start? Did, uh, I, I got All right, we, we won't count that one. This will still be your All first right. one. Teeny Tiny weenie. Eat it. Oh, I can't say that. Eat it. it eat it? Okay. Go again. Teeny tiny weenie. Teeny tiny weenie. Yeah. 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 All right, Chad. You got it. What do you want? Uh, Jimmy Eat World. All right, Jimmy Eat World over the pageant Friday night, May 11th. You are going, my friend. Hang uh, on. Uh, do you now get my hesitation? On mm-hmm. what the, what? Well, I mean, obviously, it's something he could say. <laughs> Tony, he won tickets. Oh, he's going to have a great time. There you go. Yeah, Chad won. It's been, it's been a minute. Uh, hello, Nick. Hey, good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Nick. All right, here we go. Nick, the phrase that pays. You're kind of gross. <laughs> well, You'll get it. Good. You think so? Gross. Okay. You're kind of gross. It's got to be exactly that, right? Yes. You're, you're kind of gross. gross. Yes. All right, Tones, here we go. You're kind of gross. You're not gross. 
Ooh, he's working it out. Why would he say that? You're kinda gross. You're something gross. Last chance. Last again. Time. You're kinda gross. Your tights are gross. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No. You're kinda gross. Ah. Kinda is a hard word. Kinda. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. yeah. Kinda. All right. Nick lost. Uh, Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, Andrew. Here we go. The phrase that pays. Big Buddha belly. Big Buddha belly. Whoa, big Buddha belly. What are you, yeah. what, Andrew, you in an ice cream truck? What's going on? <laughs> My work phone. What is that music in the background? Oh, that's the Toonie Trolley. I legally can't go up to your truck if that's what it is. <laughs> what's, the, what's the phrase of pace again? Big Buddha belly. What do you think, Andrew? I'll say no. No, okay. All right, Andrew, hang on. He says no. Patrico, here we go. Big Buddha belly. Big booty bitches. Ooh, close. Big Buddha belly. Oh, I used to have one of those. Still do. A big Buddha belly. Yeah. You can't say these things for much longer. Right? Andrew got it wrong. Andrew said no, you wouldn't get it. But you got it. Yeah, he's not going to have a good time. No, he's certainly not. Mm. All right, Philip in St. Peter's. Hello, Philip. What's going on, guys? All right, Philip, here we go. The phrase that pays. Fat squirrel cheeks. Uh, I say yes. All right. See what I'm doing here. We can't do this for much longer to him, so we're getting them all out now. Here we go. Fat squirrel cheeks. I thought you just said fat Georgine. (laughs) (laughs) Fat squirrel cheeks. Fat Pauly Shore. One more. Fat squirrel cheeks. Fats of the cheese. Oh, no. Fat squirrel cheeks. Fat squirrel cheeks. Yeah. Squirrel's a tough one. Squirrel yeah, is nowhere in my world. Squirrel. 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 <laughs> Philip didn't win. Uh, hello, Austin. How's it going, guys? All right, Austin. Thank you, Austin. Here we go. We're going to go. We're going to go away from the insult this time to throw them off. Garlic mashed potatoes. What do you think? So one of the things he can eat now. Yeah. He says yes. Didn't sound confident. Here we go. Garlic mashed potatoes. Garlic mashed potatoes. Yeah! Wow! You got that right. Austin. Boom. You're a winner. What do you want? Uh, What's the options against? MLB The Show 18 for the PS4. Tickets to go see Blackstone Cherry and Shaman's Harvest over at Pops or tickets to go see Jimmy Eat World at the pageant. Pop. All right, Blackstone Cherry, Shaman's Harvest, co-headlining a show at Pops on May 10th. You are going, my friend. He's going to have a great time. Sure he will. Uh, let's do uh, a couple more here. Uh, Drew in Maryland Heights. Drew. Hey, good morning. Hey, Drew. Here we go. The phrase Happy birthday. Pays. Thank you, sir. You're a pig. He'll get it. Okay. That's one of them that his dad did, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that one's pretty easy. Just watching you say think it, so? I think he's getting it. Okay, here we go. You're a pig. You're a bean. You're a pig. Can I say that? You're a... Ready? (laughs) (laughs) He's got a big smile on his face. I don't know. No, because he thinks the third word is something you can't say, so that can't be it. 
So he's so he's incorrect. One more time, right? Here we okay. go. You're a pig. How is he not getting that? You're a meanie. Uh, you're a pig. Ah, do you know what word I thought he was no. saying? No. Can you write it down? We can't even like like male genitalia. A penis. You're yeah, a but peen? bean. But but a peen peen. You're a peen? Ah. He said he. I think he's said that to me before. That's the only reason. I did. <laughs> uh, which one? The pig one or the yeah, other both, one? Both, maybe. <laughs> All right, Ashley. Hey guys. All right, hey. you are the last contestant hey in our little game today. Here we go. Chili con carne. Hold on, I got to restart the song. Hold on. Okay. Oh, we've definitely go. We've definitely had this one before. Oh, we have. I okay. think so. Yeah. All right. Um. I don't how- think he's gonna get it. We're, yeah. we're gonna get a new one. Are you do a different oh, one? Okay. Different one. <laughs> How moon about pick, moon? Pick something. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, you want that one? Okay. Yeah. Can't get laid. Okay. That's a, look at my mouth barely moves. Let's see. Can't uh, get I'm, laid. I'm gonna go with no. Okay. I, think I would wise. go with that too. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's a toughie. Yeah. Here we go. Can't get laid. I thought you just said gas, gas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, the mouth just goes boom, boom, boom. I, I bet I do the last two. Well, no, it says. Okay. It, it, All right, I'm going to do the last two. Ready? Laid. Can't get laid. I got nothing from you. <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> now, Moon. Okay, ready? <clears throat> Can't get laid. Something, something like. No, no. Nope. You it's have one can't letter. Get laid. Well, I tell you, you watch people's mouths. That was impossible. Yeah, Ashley, you win. Congratulations. Way to go. Awesome. All right, what do you want? Uh, MLB The Show. MLB The Show for the PS4. MLB The Show 18 out now. Your team, your buddies, your hometown. MLB The Show 18 is for baseball fans like you. Huge roster of past legends and current superstars in Diamond Dynasty. MLB The Show 18, welcome to the show. Rated E for everyone. Congratulations. Ashley, you win. Uh, you want to, should we do what we have time for one more? Sure. All right, one more. Uh, Steve in Overland. Steve. How about this one? What's going on, fellas? Right, Happy Steve. birthday, Riz. You are, thank you, sir. Whoa. You are definitely the last contestant. Here we go. What do you think? Oh, this is by far the best one. All right, here we go. You can't parachute. <laughs> oh, man. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I don't think you'll get that. No way. All right, here we go. You can't parachute. I can't parachute. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Damn. Wow. Right Nobody now. Nobody thought you'd get that one. That's ridiculous. Nobody thought you would get that one. <laughs> hey, so Parachute. Like, you got to think, like, longer words are easy for me to put together. Because if you say take, it could be take, lake, cake, anything. You can so. shut your music off. We're done. We're done with this game. It's so loud. I know. Hey, when you get down to your 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 goal weight, you gonna you gonna skydive? Absolutely not. Hell yeah, you are. Hell no, I'm not. You know what he's gonna oh, do man. when he gets to that weight? He's gonna choose not to, because now it's his choice. I'm gonna go I cool. Think... I could skydive, but I'm not. <laughs> what, what's the uh, weight limit? I think like 250, 225, something like that. Oh, you gotta get there, man. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, mean yeah. he's gonna do it. I don't. I don't, I don't, do I don't care if I get down <laughs> to one ninety. I'm I not could gonna do that. I'm not gonna skydive. What if Jeff does it with you? No. What if I do Jeff it? Wait, put what? it perfectly. Hey, Jeff as put soon it as I hit 235, I will parachute with you. Jeff, Jeff put it perfectly. I'm going to, instead of me being not able to, I'm going to choose not to. What if Moon does it with you? That, that does nothing for me. It makes it we, more fun. What if we go scuba diving? What the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Hang gliding. No? No. 
I'm fine on the ground. Oh, budgie jumping. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. That, to me, I've, I've watched people bungee jump before, and I go, yep, that looks like zero fun. Okay. We should, we should decide something, we being you, should decide something that he's going to do that he can't do now once he gets to Skydiving. that Skydiving. We've decided it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if and we have. Bungee jumping. <laughs> that's, that's not. Skydive. Ah, base Sky jumping. Dive. It's over a lot Sky faster. Skydive. Skydive. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, guys, I think about it. No. Uh, water skiing? Parasailing. No, that's no, unregulated. No. no parasailing. I'm not going to put that on. He wouldn't allow that. I don't, I don't, that's unregulated. I'm it's on so that. much fun. Little. <sighs> what if we he get a parasailing Because ex- he's losing weight. What if we get a parasailing expert that is regulated? He's licensed. Yeah, he's 23, long blonde thing. hair. <laughs> I'm going to take a hard pass think, on that, guys. such a thing exists. Very tan. A parasailing expert. How do we get a licensed parasailer? I don't think there's such a thing. Again, unregulated. It's an untapped market. All right, take the skydive. Once you get to uh, 230, sweet. Yeah, that's not going to happen, but okay. <laughs> the Pursuit Show. So we just did the Whisper Game, something we haven't done in a while. Something else we haven't done in a while. Douchebag of the day. It's the Rizzuto Show. Douchebag of the day. I mean, we got all these douche weapons here. It's not you today, Jeff. Damn it. Uh, Jeff's crossing his fingers. I honestly had to had to blow the dust off of some of these I things. I know. I was testing them during that song just to make sure they all still work. All right, well, this guy right here is, is just a douchebag, no more, no less. A 20-year-old guy named Pedro Bernard Santiago. He went to a strip club called the Treasure Club in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And for some reason, he beat up one of their toilets. He was spotted kicking the top of the toilet over and over and over until he busted the plumbing. The bathroom started flooding, and then the water seeped into the main lobby of the club. And of course, Pedro ran from the scene, but cops found him hiding behind a storage company and arrested him. And he did about $4,000 in damage and was charged with malicious injury and public intoxication. Guys, maybe he was trying to make it rain. Right. But no, he's a douche. <laughs> yeah, what a turd. Like what? Just destroying things. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, dead. Like just to destroy things for the sake of destruction, like somebody's property. Yeah. And you ruin it for the other people inside the strip clubs. And then to evacuate the place. Yep. So Pedro, you are today's douchebag of the day. Now, listen, it's not a major, major crime. Again, it's malicious injury, destroying mm-hmm. property. You got it. So maybe you should take it easy on them. I I, I, I think I have a good one. I think I have a good little uh, threesome here okay. that will, uh, <laughs> that'll be good for him. I got uh, it. First, let's give him just one lashing with the douche whip. Okay. Douche. Okay. Uh, then we're going to hit him with the douche taser. All right. Taser, taser, taser. Douche. And then let's go ahead and do the bunker buster. Oh, re- oh, oh wow. man, a bunker oh, buster. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I beat up a toilet. Oh, that's my bad. He also didn't say thank you when he held the door open. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. You know why we talk about food a lot? Even not even on the show. I mean, today's Cal's own day. We're talking about Lita's Pizza. <laughs> Is because no matter how bad things are going, 
All of it vanishes ever so briefly the moment you shove a slice of pizza or a donut into your mouth. Agreed. Wouldn't you say? 76% of people say that on an average day, the happiest moments are when they're eating. And for 20, uh, 20% of people, eating is even more enjoyable than getting it on. I, listen, you are who you are. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. Remember George Costanza and Seinfeld? Yep. <laughs> he ate while he was getting it on. Yep. What did he have? Do you remember what it was? It was a sandwich. sandwich. But do you remember what was it? Roast beef or what was it? <sighs> oh, boy. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. Ham? I'm, I'm not sure. That's what I think it was. I think it was ham. But this same survey also found the 10 foods that make us the happiest. And number one is what? What do you think? Chocolate. Yep, that's it. Chocolate. That's number one. Followed by? Cake. More chocolate. Uh, no, cake is not on the top ten. Is it, is it looking for more? Specifics. Oh. Chocolate. Sushi. Uh, sushi, no. Okay. There, that, you know what? There's a couple general things here. Like, like pizza's next. Oh, okay, sorry. And I then generic fried foods. And then steak. And then burgers. And spicy foods make us happy. Hmm. Ice cream makes us happy. Brownies, cheese, and pasta. Those are the things that make us happiest when we eat them. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that, too. And speaking of of fried foods, uh, I know you've tried the new Taco Bell fries, right? Yeah. Before you got your your Mm -hmm. surgery. You have as well. Yes, I have as well. I have not. I haven't. But remember, we, we talked about Taco Bell's nacho fries are the most successful item in their history. Eclipsing the Doritos Locos Taco. But now, Taco Bell has figured out a way to make you want them even more by taking them away. I think this is the last week for them. That's just not nice. If I'm not mistaken, this is the last week for the Taco Bell Nacho Fries. And they were always supposed to be a limited time deal, even though they're a huge hit. Taco Bell sticking with that plan. They will be back again at some point when they're not saying. So they really are nacho fries. Holy it's cow. this summer. Are they going to come back in the summer? Taco Bell tweeted out, $1 nacho fries are disappearing soon, but don't worry, they're making a comeback this summer. So Fif- I think that's it this week. Fi- oh, it says that they've sold over 53 million orders. Yep. Yeah. Oh my it's insane. Gosh. Are they Are they the best fries out there? No. Are they good? Yep. The best? Nope. Uh, there's, there's a great website, foodbeast.com, and their editors ranked the 10 best French fries that you get at fast food joints. And you know what? Taco Bell's fries, the seasoned fries, did make the top 10. Yeah, but this is also like the big giant nationals. Yeah, like you're not, like Lion's Choice is not going to be on here. Which they should. And had they had all the fries. I bet you there'd be a, a, a couple of regional type places like Lion's Choice that are top 10 for sure. So let's see if you could if, if you could figure this out. So the 10 best French fries you could get at fast food joints. Okay, McDonald's is, is always going to be on the ranking. Where though? Probably three. Two or three. I'll tell you that Burger King did not make the list. Which is they, outrageous. Are you kidding? I'm not a fan of Burger King's fries. Dude, you no guys are way. both crazy. No. Yeah. Don't me. Burger King is extremely popular. I trusted you. People like their fries. I don't anymore. 
Within the top ten? No. Yeah, you're no, top ten of all time. Let's go ahead and listen to the there. guy that weighs a buck oh five. You're crazy. Well, does that mean that I'm not an authority? Dude, I still you're... eat. <laughs> I still have taste buds. What's that have to do with anything? You're crazy. Instead you're crazy. of a thousand fries, eats one fry. <laughs> McDonald's is number one. Okay. Um, I, I didn't you... say Burger King has to be number one. I just said it's a shame that it's not on the top ten. And I just think that it shouldn't be on the top ten. Go ahead, throw it out there. Um, let's say uh, Rally's fries, probably. Steak somewhere. and shake. Steak and shake out of the top ten. They probably did include, and, and they're a notable snub on here. Hmm. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking at this list now. There are some that I would easily take off and put Burger King on there. They probably include something like In and Out, even though it's In and Out, somewhat regional. Snubbed. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Who are these fries makers? What about White Castle cheese fries? White Castle not on the list. Okay, there are one, two, three. Four four fries on here that I would remove immediately. So I'll say I, I, I one of them I don't even think is considered a fry. Oh, is it waffle or something? Are you something? talking about number ten? Yes, is I agree. <laughs> is it what, what is it? Waffle? KFC. No, no. Oh, no. sorry, KFC. The KFC's potato wedges. The potato wedges. Get oh, out yeah, of that here. Does, well, oh, that's not a fry. You jerks. That's I, a potato I, wedge. I agree. It's you still, agree that it's a fry? No, I, I agree that it's a wedge. Thank you. But it is fried potato. All right, Taco Bell seasoned fries are number nine. Um, okay, so some sort of curly fry, I'm assuming. Rallies or... Rallies not on the list. Or Arby's? Arby's number three. Arby's curly fries. I, I do mm. agree with number two, by the way. I do. Only if they're done correctly. Five Guys? They usually are. Usually they are. Five Guys number eight. Specifically, they're Cajun fries. See, and now I'm out. Great I just, fries, I just gotta, I like great fries don't travel. I, I don't yeah, think great don't, fries don't travel. I don't think uh, I don't. They steam in that bag. That's yeah, the thing. Do. Like, and, and listen, Sit I, I, I love, I love five guys, five guys burgers. I don't like their fries. I'm not a fan of that style of fries. Same thing with like the Penn Station. They're the same type of fry. Not for me. Oh, I love. Those. Oh yeah, I like those no. a lot. No. Especially yeah. you can tell they fresh cut them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, see burnt. that? I don't like that. Like, I just much rather have a potato than at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like. Is there a couple weird ones, like Wendy's or something? Uh, Wendy's number five. That's not weird. I would think that it's weird uh, to be above some of these that, that are got That's not that weird, but I don't think Wendy's is better than Burger King. I do. I, I think you've had a bad Burger King fry. You're missing number two. Is it obvious? Yes. Once, once. Okay, here's the, de- here's the deal. It's not. Don't think of a long, skinny fry. Yeah. Don't oh. think of your traditional fry. Am I thinking... Wedge style? Am I nope, making steak no, fries? No. no, it's 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 not a wedge. It is a shape. It is a fry, though. Oh, like like a um uh like Chick Fil A waffle. Mm, there we nice. Chick Fil A waffle fries number two. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I was thinking of fries. Fries. Now you think that counts? The waffles yeah, yeah, count, yeah, yeah, but wedge. Yeah, yeah. You can't have a waffle and not a wedge. Yes, you can. The wedge isn't even a damn. It's not even close to a fry. Fry is not in the name. Waffle fries and wedge in the name. fries. Nobody says wedge fries. <laughs> it's so it's still a potato fried, it's just in a different shape, you right? It's a KFC potato wedge. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Let me get the potato wedge fries. That doesn't that doesn't sound right. Uh, number four is the Shake Shack crinkle cut fries. See, that's oh, one I think should those. be taken off. Oh, those are good. But are they everywhere? Oh, well, now, now they are. Shake Shacks are pretty much everywhere now. What about DQ? Did DQ fries make this DQ list? DQ was a notable snub. That's an underrated fry there, too. 
Only if it's super fresh, though, man. See, and that's the same thing about BK. Like when I when I would get BK, and they would go, "Okay, I'll take a large fry." You sit the bag next to you, you grab on those fries, you pop it in your gullet, and damn, that's delicious. Really? Is there something with that fry where when you eat it? After you finish the, the, the bag, the you go, what did I just eat? I don't remember. The, inside. Uh, the flavor, I don't remember what happened. Number six, Popeye's fries with Cajun seasoning. Again, I don't think I've ever had those. Get off this list! Why is that? Stop it! Why is that? What's your objection? They're not great. <laughs> okay. They're not that good. All right. And then Taco Bell, I'm sorry, Del Taco's crinkle cut fries. Again, another place where, I mean, there's, uh, is there that many out there that this should qualify? It used to be. If it's a fast food joint that serves fries. Uh, also notable snub, Jack in the Box. Mm. I almost said Jack in the Box. And Hardee's. Hardee's Carl's Jr. They got good fries. Yeah, they do. As you mentioned, I think Steak and Shake should be on this list. I love their fries. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but that's a love or hate. I love They didn't want to be a polarizing. Steak and, steak and, steak and shake. shake. Yeah, that, that list. They're not going to make this list. I love their fry. Do you fork it? No, are you nuts? What do you mean am I nuts? That's a that's a I guarantee you. If you, you put 50, cheese 50, on it, yeah. I'm, t- I'm even with plain. A lot of people do the ketchup on top I with a fork. I don't, but I could see people. Yeah, I've done it. I could see people doing yeah. it. I've done it at Sag and Shake probably eighty percent of the time. I will do the fork. Really? Yeah, if I'm there, if you, I'm in the restaurant. Do you smother and fork? Yes. Hmm. Yes. I think if you don't smother with ketchup, there's really no reason to fork. But that's just me. Now, have you ever have you ever gotten fries at McDonald's and the box came like way underfilled? Oh yeah, of course. That's anywhere though. That's happened. Like, like they could places. fit. They could fit like twice as many fries in there. Well, two former employees recently claimed on Reddit that it's intentional. One said they were trained to pinch the carton in a certain way when they pour the fries in. So it would look like it was full, even though it wasn't. And then a former manager at another location backed him up on that and said they were taught the same thing. Hmm. But, but as, as a former person with a McJob, I could tell you that's not true. Yeah, it sounds like it's maybe a store manager looking to, to have better. It might be a case of a specific franchise right. trying to save money. Yeah, a better bottom line. That's what I was trying to think. And McDonald's is denying it completely. They say the notion of a secret trick is absolutely false. There are strict procedures in place to ensure that fry boxes and bags are appropriately filled. Hmm. In fact, there is even a way they tell you to salt the fries. Like you salt them a certain way. And what's the trick if you want fresh fries all the time at McDonald's? Ask for someone no salt. No salt. Ask for no salt. Hmm. You have to wait a couple minutes. You can do the same thing if you and don't. They're, and they're going to hate you for doing it. If you don't want lettuce on a Big Mac, you can do the same thing. Say, you know, no lettuce. Or if you don't care that there's no lettuce on your Big Mac, you say that, and they're going to make you a fresh one. You go, I'll get my fries, no salt, please. And then get me get some salt on the side. <laughs> and they really hate you. Pseudo <laughs> show, traffic and weather. All right. I'm glad we got through that, uh... French fry list without killing each other. <laughs> it's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. If you remember this guy, uh, Christian Englander, he was a guy that uh, three years ago, I think it was, 
he got busted for throwing banana peels at Dave Chappelle while he was up on stage uh, doing his comedy routine. What? Yeah. Christian Englander. Through a banana peel, Dave Chappelle back in 2015. Englander was, and I'm assuming still is, white. So it was not ro- racially motivated, according to him. He said it was just something that Chappelle said that, that just fired him up while he was up on stage. Something he said upset him. So he faced, Englander faced charges of battery and disturbing the peace. But the charges were dropped because Chappelle was unwilling to uh, participate in the prosecution. So Dave, so like, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pursue this. Whatever, he's an a hole. Right, and that's I'm not gonna waste my time. Doesn't it seem like something Chappelle would do? Be like, you know what? I'd rather be doing something else right. than worrying about this worry guy. About this, yeah. yeah, this jerk. So now Englander is suing Chappelle, saying his bodyguards hit him a couple of times while he was being restrained. So he was taken out of the joint, and while he was being held, according to this guy, somebody going as Chappelle's bodyguard hit him a couple of times. While he could not fight him off. See, this is this is a dummy. I mean, obviously, to throw banana peels at, at a comic on a black comic on stage, right? Completely racist. Mm-hmm. He says it's not, of course. Okay, of course he doesn't. <laughs> and he can't see how that would be construed as racist, right? But all right, Chappelle decides not to press any charges, which he could have. And now it's out of the st- you know all, out, out of the papers. Nobody knows your name. Nobody's talking about you. Moving on with your life. And yeah, I was an ass. I was an ass. Maybe I deserved a couple punches right. for it. Whatever. It's a price you pay for throwing banana peels at somebody on stage. Then you lawyer. Yeah, yeah, always doing this. Then you lawyer up, and everybody knows your name and knows what you did. So we'll see what happens. The the, uh, the alleged abuse that this guy is talking about. That initial police report that Chappelle wanted to know part of did not mention any sort of. And they hit me a bunch of times. So now he's saying he got hit a bunch of times, or a couple of times. Uh, Channing Tatum and his wife, uh, Jenna Dewan Tatum, they have announced that they are splitting, as we talked about on Monday. Now, insiders say, and I've read a handful of places, that first of all, Channing moved out of the house months ago. It's been a long time coming. They've had their ups and their downs, like everybody does over the years. Uh, People also say he was, quote, bored with his marriage. And how do you get bored with your marriage? The other rumor was he wasn't getting any at home. Oh. Like, the golf course was closed, if you will. Mm. So that supposedly is the ah. reason why they separated is because... A, that was a shocking announcement. Of, yeah, it really as was. As far as couples getting divorced. Yeah, I think it, one, of the reas- one of the reasons it was so shocking is because usually you hear, uh-oh, there's trouble in paradise. And then a month later you hear, and unfortunately they could not come to terms and they have divorced. This one was, they done. Yeah. And that's like, it. I mean, say up. And they were, we were talking about this the other day. They're one of those couples that all over social media, they seem like the perfect couple, oh, perfect so relationship, all that stuff. I love you, and I love you, and I love you more. It's on the internet. I think they do love each other. They were hugging. Uh, Kevin Hart did something pretty cool for somebody back in the day. This Tiffany Haddish, who's kind of one of those it girls right now. They're in a new comedy together called Night School. And it turns out they actually do go way back. Uh, Instagram post yesterday, Kevin says that he helped her about 10 years ago when she was homeless, you know, just trying to make it, and living in her car, living out of her car. He says, quote, I had no idea until I saw a ton of clothes in her car outside of a comedy club. So she would go in and do her however many minutes and then then say, see you later, and I'm going to go home. Home was parked out on the curb. So he says, I reached into my pocket. It gave her all the money I had in my pocket, which was $300 at the time. 
He also hooked her up with a hotel for a couple of nights. And uh, she says that she, because of him, wrote out a list of goals uh, for herself. And uh, she tries to hit every single one of those goals. And uh, Kevin Hart is the big little brother that she never had. And they have a movie, again, called Night School, which comes out in the end of September. So that's nice. He did something nice. James Cameron, do you know what he invented? I didn't know this until I did a little research on this story. He invented a certain type of camera, didn't he? Yeah. Underwater camera. Yeah. So if you're watching uh, Nat Geo or Shark Week or something like that, and you see these guys, these camera guys underwater with the full scuba gear on, but they have this machine in front of them that propels them and also is a camera, James Cameron invented that crap. Yeah, he's big into that underwater, like, salvage stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's documentaries of him. Like, he owns his own, like, submarine and pays for these big expeditions where they, they look for, like, sunken wreckage. Mm. This one's a little more known, but who invented Whiteout? Whiteout? Yes. Oh, yeah. This is a, one of those bizarre trivia yes. questions it, it, as it's, well. It's the, the parents of somebody that's famous. Old band. Old band. The Ramones. The monkeys. One of the guys in the monkeys, I think it was the dad, mom or dad, one of them invented, invented whiteout. White Weird, right? Huh. Who well, inve- somebody's got to invent it. Right. Who invented the keytar? That would be, you know, the keys, but it's strapped around your neck and you just got the neck on it and everything. Who invented it? Tony's Peter shaking Cetera. his head? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I thought maybe. I was going to say something ridiculous on Carrot Top, but. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Prince. Invented the keytar. Invented Prince the keytar. Yeah, first one to have one on stage, all that kind of stuff, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, less interesting on this on this particular list, there was a mini Happy Days reunion on Megyn Kelly's show. Yeah, Megyn Kelly is doing mini Happy Days reunions mm-hmm. now. The three people there were uh, Mrs. C, Marion Ross, right? And then yes. I know this is going way back for this. So there was two other people there. There was uh, Don Most, who played Ralph Mouth. What about Potsy? Was he there? Potsy was the guy that we're going to talk about. He was there, and boy, that dude has not aged. It's called Color in Your Hair, but he looked fantastic. And he invented a product that could help save your life. If you're driving drowsy, and I'm not talking about drunk, I'm talking about if you're like super tired. On a road trip. On a road trip, yeah. Or if you get up at 2.30 o'clock. Or 2.30 Didn't o'clock. the thing where you hold your thir- credit card out the window? Yes. <laughs> no, that's Tony <laughs> Patrico. That's the invention of Tony Patrico. That was not there. my invention. No, that's just I what just, somebody told me to do, and it I was heard smart. It like, if you're that's tired, you hold your credit card out the window with two fingers. It, it'll keep you up. It'll Absolutely. You up. Anson Williams. So that's the guy who played Potsy, right? So he almost died because he was driving uh, tired. And so did Megan Kelly. So he invented something that his uncle, a guy with the last name Heimlich, invented. Dr. Heimlich, that guy invented. So is our, Potsy's uncle? Is his, is his uncle. Or no, it's not his uncle. It's a relative, but he calls him uncle is what God it is. God rest his soul, he just died. Yeah, so he Dr. said Heimlich. he said if you're driving tired to just take a lemon wedge and put it in your mouth. Because chemically, it wakes you up. Not just the, mm, but chemically, it wakes you up. So he invented something. Okay. Long way to get there, I know. I don't have this, Jeff. You don't have so Okay, so here's what he did. He decided to make these lemon drops that will save your life. They're called alert drops. And they wake you up. You just put a couple of drops on your, on your lip or on your tongue, sorry. And it's supposed to just wake you right up. 
It's called Alert Drops, and he did a little infomercial for them. It's his second cousin. Dr. Heimlich is his second cousin, but he calls him uncle. I thought even more startling, Megan Kelly is now doing reunions of Happy Days on her program. Oh, it's, your second, it's your second cousin, your parents' cousin's kid? Second cousin is your parents' cousin's kid. Yeah, I don't know. Is that it? What is a second cousin? A second That's... cousin would be my dad's cousin. To you? To me, yeah. Are you sure? I think that's your dad's cousin. Yeah, I think your I think dad's a, cousin's a, son is your second yeah, cousin. Yeah, is a second is? cousin is. I thought a second cousin is is my cousin's kid. Oh no! See, I don't think that, I don't think that's anything but your cousin's kid. I think it's your parents' cousin's kid. Same gen, like same generation. It's not my mom or dad's cousin. Is my second cousin? What is a second cousin? A so. second cousin is a child of one parent's first cousin. There you go. So it's your cousin. parents' cousin's kid. Is so, your second so, cousin. So, so, so my dad, his oh, cousin is Johnny. Johnny's kid is my second cousin. Yeah, Johnny Jr. That's dumb. <laughs> but I've always wondered that. I, I'm, I'm glad we settled that. So Nothing his, else. We cleared that up. So his second cousin that he calls uncle is Heimlich from Heimlich. It's Dr. Yeah, Heimlich. Dr. Yes. Henry Heimlich. Yeah, crazy, right? Uh, Taylor Swift, previously a very staunch opponent of uh, being on the Spotify. As a matter of fact, she pulled out of her music from streaming did, platforms yeah. but, what, back in 2014. But hey, big thank you to the Spotify CEO, this Daniel Eck, because he's the one who got her to change her mind. I went to Nashville many, many times and talked to her team, uh, spent more time directly explaining the model, why streaming mattered. Um, and, and the great news is I think she saw how streaming was growing. I think she saw that fans were asking for it. Uh, so eventually when the new album came up, um, she uh, came to Stockholm and spent some time with our team there figuring out a way that made sense for her. He became very rich yesterday, that guy. How come for why? Spotify went public. Oh. He my, became very, very rich yesterday, that guy. My question to you guys is, do different musicians get paid differently from yep. Spotify? Yep. So, like, you will get paid differently than she will? <laughs> yes. Drastic. <laughs> so. <laughs> just a wee bit. Well, I don't mean from a volume standpoint. I mean per, per yeah, stream. No, no, per, per stream. Okay. And she went to Stockholm to say, here, here's my lawyer. This work is, out the deal. That's what I thought that last. That's exactly what happened. That last comment when he said, and we worked out to, uh, something good for her. In other words, they, yeah. they negotiated. Yo, for sure. He said, okay, I'll give you this ridiculous deal per stream. If you give me some exclusive content, we're going to do three Taylor Swift uh, playlist, so you're going to give us your playlist, and we're going to use you for a headline yeah. thing, and it's all going to go and right around our public re- offering. You're going to de- debut your record on us, mm. and all that stuff. That's yeah. the deal that they yeah. worked out. They worked oh, the deal. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been comparing this Greta Van Fleet to the Led Zeppelin, right? So the lead singer, Robert Plant, what, do you, what does he think of these guys? Let's find out together. They are Led Zeppelin 1. Yeah. It's like... The kid looks like he's just dropped out of a kind of a beautiful little singer. Yes. Very small. I've seen them. Yeah. They're really, really young. Yeah. I've seen him. And I hate him. He's uh, that he has got such a huge voice that young yeah, fellow. Yeah. And he borrowed it from somebody I know very well. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what are you going to do? Okay. It's so okay. Have you been, have, do you know? Has he has he tried to meet you? Have you has he been have been re- no, no, I mean, at least he's got a bit of style because he said he based his whole style on Aerosmith. Yeah. Wow, he, so Robert Plant hates him? He was saying it jokingly. He was oh. like, hey, he's young, he's good looking, and he sounds like me, and he sounds like an old band. I hate that guy. 
Oh, that was okay. basically what. Yeah, and I looked up a little bit on YouTube, and if you want to play a little bit in there, the, the quality's not great, but uh, like four years ago, and it looked like a high school stage and all that kind of stuff, they actually did cover a bunch of Zeppelin songs, and there's a little bit of Whole lot of Love in there if you want to. Like I said, the quality's not great, but once it gets to his voice, you can hear it pretty decently, and he sounds just like Plant. I mean, he really does. But like I said, it takes a second to get there. This is like it looks like at a like a high school yeah. dance or something. Listen, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm too. I, like I became a fan after kind of researching them a little bit and watching a few interviews. There's an interview from Billboard, kind of one of those "Ask Me Eight Things" kind of thing mm-hmm. up on the blog. If you want to uh, check it out and get to know them a little bit. On TV tonight, you got the Blues hosting the Chicago Blackhawks, 7 o'clock NBCSN. Anybody watch uh, Roseanne last night? Yep. Mm-mm. Was that's, it just that, as good? That's must-see TV for us now, and it was incredible. Yeah, we had we had a company over last night, so I'll watch it on the uh, on the on-demand. It's incredible. I mean, it was... Uh, it, honestly, they have not missed Was a it two episodes or one? Just one, hmm. which is kind of a bummer. Did you watch it back in the day or no? Oh, yeah. Is it better now than then or the just as good? Or or the same? Really? the no. exact the same. The fact that it's the same makes me happy. Yeah, yep. that's cool. The exact same. All right, welcome back. Our phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Emails, Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So remember we were talking about that dumb new internet craze that the, all the kids are doing snorting condoms mm-hmm. been seeing a lot of that on the news this and the videos are out there this is the new uh, Tide Pod challenge it's the new thing where everyone's just going what are you doing or that one where you put lighter fluid on yourself and light yourself on fire yes, while you're staying yes, in the shower or yes, whatever yes yes Lord. so all that's going on the condom challenge and the kids are vaping at school now Right, that's also a big thing. And according to the New York Times, U.S. high schools are struggling to tamp down on a massive spike in easily concealed nicotine vaping among teenage students. One school in California went as far as to shut down all but two bathrooms and put monitors at their doors to make sure students weren't sharing their vape pens. And a suburban Chicago school is considering installing vaping detectors in their restrooms. I mean, for us in high school, we had a place outside called The Wall. And all the smokers would be out there by The Wall smoking cigarettes. Hmm. Because if you smoked in high school inside the building, I mean, you're getting caught. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at, uh, at at Lindbergh, there was actually a designated smokers area. Mm-hmm. Like everybody would go in and have lunch and then go outside and it was standing out on the curb and, and smoking cigarettes. I mean, it was probably a hundred of us out there at a the time. I think, it was, I think it was if, if you were within like a 300-yard radius of, of CBC at the old campus, you got busted and had to pay a fine. Hmm. Uh, honestly, oh, if you I'm got sorry, caught, a, a donation. If you got caught smoking on my high school campus... It was a slap on the wrist, mm-hmm. and you had to go to, I think if you were caught three times, you had to go to smoking cessation class. 
three times. Ours was really? you got caught once. It was a hundred dollar fine. Because you know it was a swing in nineties, right? Yeah. <laughs> with the eighties, the teachers were out there smoking with you. Yeah, sure. Hey, shouldn't you be getting to class? You know, as they're smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and while in four years as the uh, the vice principal at uh, one school, they said they've uh, yet to see a student smoke a traditional cigarette. Vaping is suddenly everywhere, and that was the assistant principal at a high school in Maine. They haven't seen the kids smoking regular cigarettes. It's all about vaping. Hmm. And it's o- it's odorless, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think it dissipates a some, little faster. I've seen it. some people vape where they're vaping next to me. I'm like, ah, oh, man, that smells like roast beef. Or that smells like cotton candy. Or yeah. that smells like... But it doesn't smell like cheesecake. cigarettes. No. no. It, tastes, it, sm- it tastes... It smells like something. Hmm. Yeah, it's a thing. All the rage for the kids. Yay. And we had this story, speaking of Maine, uh, Valentine's Day cookies that allegedly got some daycare workers in Maine high. Well, officials did some tests on the cookies, and they found out there were no, there were no intoxicants. There was no pot in those cookies. The cookies sent to the lab for analysis. After thorough testing, none of the cookies tested positive for controlled substances. That was according to the police sergeant over there. After consuming the cookies, which were brought by a parent, two workers reported feeling woozy, while 10 other people exhibited similar but less intense symptoms. And police are still not sure why the cookies made people feel weird. Damn. And don't plan on charging anybody with a crime. Probably expired eggs. What? Make you feel woozy? If it makes you feel sick and lightheaded. I'm thinking probably food poisoning, yeah. Yeah. Something. Wow. Have you have you never had like I've never you had, eat I've... something and it affects your stomach so bad that you feel like sick and, and feel woozy? Well, I feel sick, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, when you feel my sick. My body's trying to reject something, it doesn't make me woozy. It doesn't make me suspect I would perhaps never mistake there was marijuana for, in here. Yeah, I would never mistake it for being high, that's for sure. I definitely well, the last time when I had food poisoning when I ate that burger that had some questionable mayo that I powered through ah. like an idiot. You thought you were stoned? No, but I felt woozy. <laughs> and just think this is a daycare worker. Maybe this is a sixty year old woman who's oh, never yeah, been high. Like, oh my god, I've been drugged. And you're not ex- you not expecting anything it's just cookies yeah i'm guilty i'll 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 eat anybody's cookies i mean when they if somebody that's fairly nice nope. and i've met a few times and nope. have any sort of basis of trust in <laughs> nope. it gives me nope. cookies i'm like oh hell yeah i'll take a cookie i'll take another cookie we have to have 100 percent trust i had them in here who, who was that that made cookies and eight ball oh yeah, yeah. i had her cookies oh I yeah ate, no. i had her cookies as well it wasn't hers it was, some, it was somebody else that we knew a lot uh, you know, less about. And you guys were like, that's crazy. Why are you taking somebody's cookies? I was like, because they're cookies. I'll yeah, I, cookies. I, I'll take a hard pass. I, uh, the, I I get real skeeved out. I think when we and, said, you guys made me really question a decision that for some reason I must have questioned enough to remember it 15 years later. When we first started touring, I remember it was like our first bus and a fan dropped off cookies and they sat there for a while and I, I didn't realize why people weren't eating the cookies because it was a random mm-hmm, fan yeah. in some random city. Oh, I clean the whole thing out. I, dude, I'm telling you, and to me, it's not, I never think that somebody's going to go, here's some cookies, and then, you know, 
That person walks away and goes, I've drugged him. I've got him where I want him. To me, it's the, I don't know what condition your kitchen's in. Yeah, that, that's exactly my thing. <laughs> like, I don't know if you are sick, and then you're wiping your nose, and then you're making the cookie balls. Yeah, or yeah, after or you had kids. two of them, me and Susie, my two-year-old, we made these. Susie was homesick from school, so she helped me with the cookies. Yeah, my, my so daughter. So Susie's nose was dripping into the cookies the whole time. My yeah. daughter, God bless up. her, you know, six years old, wants to help mommy in the kitchen. Pulls up, a, you know, pulls up a stool. Yuck. Yeah. I just love cookies. <laughs> Sorry, man. I love cookies. I just love cookies. Hey, so if you're trying to if you're trying to lose weight, what's the one thing? Like what's almost the first thing to tell you to cut out? Uh, carbs. Carbs. Specifically? Pasta. Pasta. Right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a known thing. What's the moon? You're the one that told me this a long yeah. time ago. Bread, cookies, pasta, cookies, and cake. Bread, bread, pizza, pasta, cookies, cake. And that's right. Those five things. Yep. Pasta's on that list. Like, if not the first, it's the second thing they tell you. Hey, you know what? Cut down on that mm-hmm. or eliminate it. A new study suggests that may be unnecessary. And according to researchers at St. Michael's Hospital in Toronto, and they published their findings in, in a big journal, like a, a medical journal. They say consuming pasta does not pack on the pounds. And they also found that there are a lot of advantages to eating pasta, which is low in glycemic index and often high in fiber and whole grains. So researchers analyzed 32 randomized control trials wherein participants, most of whom were around the age of 50, ate pasta instead of other carbohydrates. None of them gained weight, and some even lost weight after 12 weeks. Hmm. I'm assuming this is in moderation, and there was a specific type of pasta. Yeah, you can't be a pig about it. Right. And it's also what you put on it. And it's also, and this is the number one thing that, that I had a doctor tell me this, you know, one of the dietitians. They say, like, you can eat pasta. Like, and this is before the surgery. You can eat pasta. But here's the deal. Don't put it in a giant to-go Tupperware bowl. You know, like put it on a regular size human bowl. Yeah, it's, it's portion control. You you can eat pasta, just not all the pasta. Yeah. Excuse me. Can I, can I have the human portion? Like if you look if you look if you look on the back if you look on the back of the box, like the nutritional info, like you are supposed to cook like a cup of yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of dry pasta. Yeah, that's a serving size. People do the the box. Yeah. And then they eat it and they go, oh my God, I feel so sick. You just ate a box of pasta. You just ate 18 <laughs> servings you of got, pasta. You got, there are some restaurants in this area, that Italian restaurants, I'm not going to name them, but it'll give you a portion for dinner and then the same thing for the meal later. For like, take it home mm-hmm. and have a meal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. not supposed to eat all that at once. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll take the uh, fettuccine Alfredo, and they'll give you two portions of it, one for today and then one for tomorrow. I know a guy that, out. I know a guy that worked at— Two days of fettuccine? This, is, this, is, <laughs> this right here is crazy. I know a guy that worked at a— Just throw uh, right in the trough for me. That worked at an Italian restaurant, and you know how, like, if you get— Italian restaurants don't just all have pasta. Like, sometimes they have, like, um, you know, eggplant parm yeah, or things yeah, like yeah. that. And they got, they got some dish where it was, like, sort of like that. It was, like, it was a lasagna. Okay, but it was just a small size of lasagna, so you got two sides with it. And no, he said ninety nine percent of the people would get the lasagna, and then they would get the salad, and then they would get like a potato or like the Italian crispy potatoes or something like yeah. that. He said he had somebody come in and order the lasagna and then white and red pasta. 
Like yeah, that, that is that's too you're much. Gonna, you're gonna right? gain weight. That is too much. You can't do that. It's like I'll take lasagna and a side of lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and a diet coke. And for dessert, uh, some more pasta. Do you have uh, dessert lasagna? God, I'm so hungry. You started this with cookies and lasagna. Golly. I'll tell you what, coming up, calzones coming. I know. Yeah. Today's that is, that is happening today. I can't wait yeah. to watch you guys eat those. <laughs> it's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Making way for Donald Fandango. I'm going to give him the keys. He's going to take this baby to 2 o'clock. Hey, Will. Then hand it over to Lux. She'll take it to 6. Right? 6 or 7? You got Until it. 7? You All got right, it. Max 6 or 7. Down. 6 or 7 o'clock. Whatever she, wants, whatever she wants. Uh, big thanks to uh, King Scott in there. Thank you, King Scott. Yes, yeah. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? Man, this, uh, well, the podcast is always full of stuff, and so is this blog. Check this out. Lots of news. Schools are struggling with vaping explosion. A little bit of info on pasta. We covered a bunch of food news, including the 10 best fast food French fries. Uh, Tony doesn't like the list. That's okay. Uh, you have one more uh, one more week to eat Taco Bell's nacho fries. That is big news, so make sure you spread that around. A guy kicks a toilet in a strip club, floods the place. You, sir, are a douchebag, and therefore our douchebag of the day. Catch that. And the 60-year-old substitute teacher that unbuttoned her pants, danced to vulgar music, and said she smokes pot and wants to have a party with the students. I'm going to buy pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Get there early because she's only ordering one pizza. That's all on the blog, 1057thepoint.com, just one pizza. Uh-huh. That's uh, slash Riz. By the way, Patrico, video of the day. A uh, video theme is that uh, Japan doesn't do it right, and this is another great they do video. It all right. It's a uh, it's a game show over there where they have to show an English word, and then they have to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> and it is hysterical. You can check it out at 1057thepoint.com. I'm going to laugh a lot. <laughs> all right, tomorrow, John Patrico is here for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Yes! Yes, he is. And... Uh, Tomorrow is the first day we go international. Like we're taking some of these ads from different places around the world. Mm-hmm. I need I to believe. update my passport or not? Tomorrow is where? Tomorrow is? Uh, I think I got one from the UK and I think I found another one from Belfast maybe. And uh-huh. the other one from, I don't Belfast, know. Belfast, Vermont. Yes, yeah. Belfast, Florida. So <laughs> so uh, tune in for that tomorrow. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Rays member of the day. Shouting out Paul Maloney one more time. From- yeah, Paul! Yeah, Paul! Oh, 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 oh. Want to hear this song? Yeah. From this band. All right, Donnie, next. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.